You get any good Black Friday deals? Did I get... Um, we bought stuff yesterday. I got video games. And then we yep. bought some baby stuff um, because we have two sleepers where you... They sleep in these fucking uh, things that you just completely... The money bag? Like, yeah. yeah. And we have two of them, and we love them, but the problem is we only have two of them. So, like, yeah. So, so it's look, a one and a so dime look with like two kids. That. <laughs> yeah, like, so, like, what happened yesterday was, like, one of them, you know, got dirty through all these layers, and we're like, we got to put them in the wash. Yeah. But then you're like, well, I guess they're not napping until they, those are done. <laughs> so we got a couple of those. Um, other than that, no, I don't think we got any Black Friday no. deals. We didn't... I mean... The thing with Amazon is you go on and they've got just so much crap. It's 32 pages. It's and Right. And you're looking And I tried through. filtering yesterday. Still 32 <laughs> pages. I was like, what? Is this not working? Like, what the hell? So there's nothing. That's that's what the problem is, is that I start going, well, I don't want Like, there might be. Like, there, one thing that I did look at, I, don't, I didn't end up getting it, was a Harry Potter eight film set on Blu-ray for like 25, 25 bucks. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's real tempting. It's just not, you know. It's not the same. Deal season isn't as good. Well, and, I remember last season, like, or last year. I, I think it's from a uh, like a slick deals forum thing, like a comment that I <laughs> yeah, saw. Yeah, yeah. But it was like some really good deal, and some dude was like, "It's deal season, homie," <laughs> and I just kept running That's around like- <laughs> and say that around the house, and it, <laughs> it was making all my siblings laugh. But now it's not a good it's deal not, season. It's homie. a bad season. <laughs> <laughs> Well, welcome to a, a jam-packed holiday episode yeah. of Bare Naked Ladies Are Us. It is bare naked for the holiday season, and it has oh. been <laughs> it has been a hot minute since we've recorded anything. Yeah, a we've, real hot minute. We've we we or not very hot minute. Which way does that go? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> a long, cool minute. Yeah. And I feel like what's interesting is that that's how we used to record. Because we started recording these about a year out before we actually started releasing them. Yeah, this is the most live we've ever been. Yes, this is coming out within basically three weeks, which really isn't a lot of weeks. Our our latest episode will come out in In two days. days. Yeah, and then it'll be this one, which is really fun, actually. So we've run out of our bank. Yeah, (laughs) we had a lot of stuff to do. But we've banked because at first it was casually like, we'll just record when we can. And then... The past eight weeks now have been absolutely crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick some was of us running, more than others. Some more than others. <laughs> Nick was running for Congress, didn't get elected, which I'm, I'm still yeah, really I didn't even about. get my name on the ballot, and yeah. it was really frustrating. I actually tried to put your name on the ballot. I and sent an email. Take. And yeah. You thought that's it all it took. Yeah. But, but yeah. But yeah, the, the gist of it is, happy holidays. Yeah, happy holidays, welcome. man. <laughs> I'm it's Nick. Been, this is JD. Because <laughs> we never did that. Yep, yep. And our names, our names. And, and I, I'm excited because... There's a lot to talk about before we even get to the episode. Oh, so, I yeah. mean, you can fast forward if you want. But, like, I remember when we first released the very first episode of this podcast, I remember I told you I have a like friend. It was yesterday. Like it was yesterday. <laughs> I have a friend who was like, I can't wait for the holiday episode because I love their holiday album. And so this is the, this is a fan requested, well, a person requested episode. Yeah. <laughs> Someone requested this by proxy. So a, we're excited. A fan, to... person, friend. Yeah. But... <laughs> One of the three. Some, all of the three. <laughs> Not necessarily um, friend of the pod. <laughs> because So before we get into the album, we have a lot to talk about, which is the second yeah, time I've do. said that. Before we even talk about those things, I have Christmas gifts for you. Ooh. And I, I just want to get those out of the way because I know earlier you were saying that you're thirsty. And I said, don't I leave thirsty. the room. So my first gift thirsty. to you, and the bow fell off, is... Oh, that's it's a nice a, buble. It's a buble. It's a mango buble. 
Right. Now I did for myself. Wow, it's even chilled. You oh got, yeah, I chilled it. I chilled it in our in, in our drawer? <laughs> our baby dresser. Now I brought myself a blackberry, but if you want the blackberry instead of the mango, we can swap. No, I like. I just know, that's why. Good. Okay, good, 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 good. Thank you. So uh, this is so going to let's become, get the nice. Here nice we go. Oh, oh, beautiful, yeah. beautiful. <laughs> I know that you love. Oh yeah, forgot. It's been so long since I've been around. People, I forgot about camaraderie. Yeah, oh, I know. Other gift. Been, I haven't posted anybody in a long time. <laughs> Here's your other gift. I even oh. put it in a little bag well, for here, you. I open that. Okay. I will give you your gift. Oh, yeah. Here we go. This isn't what I think it is, right? This is, is not the thing from like two days ago that we ordered? No. Okay. That would be incredible. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> All right. You open yours first. Be careful. They're both very small. Oh. So when when you. I bought tickets last year, well, geez, this year for the Bare Naked Ladies, and they made us sign up for the fan club like we talked about, and they gave us four pins as being in the fan club. Now, I had a hard time deciding which two members to give you, but I went with Ty. Ty the best drummer Ty, of the century. Because of that, because oh, of yeah. how happy you are. And then I did Kevin because of how much you love his songs. I remember specifically listening to Another Heartbreak recently. And being and when we were talking about that in the podcast, how much you loved it. And so I, I thought Kev would be good for you. And then I myself kept um, yeah. Ed yeah. and... Uh, I was hoping you were going to do your Jim Cregan, but... Jim Cregan! So we've got some beautiful pins that we can wear um, in this lovely holiday well, season. Well, thank you. Well, thank, thank you for whatever this is. Let's see. You wrapped it real nice. It's, I literally... It's not necessarily as uh, as being off themed. It's or... <laughs> Fuck off. Did you really? <laughs> They're Man United bibs, which is absolutely amazing. Did you buy these from the Man United store? I sure did, and it was... Wow. It felt... <laughs> pretty rough to have to do that but i thought as a consolation it was something oh, that would constantly be being spit on so <laughs> that is what's beautiful is like their man united sponsor their man united but the fucking it's chevy so logo big. is the biggest it was thing. the only option but the chevy is so it's, big it's basically they're basically chevy bibs yeah. with a little bit of a man united but that is awesome dude thank you so much <laughs> Oh man, uh, these are great. Oh yeah, so let's before we even do that, part of what's been crazy the past few weeks is that my wife Jeanette and I, who you remember from the classic, much loved BNLR us. No, Bernick Ladies are me, me. episode. Uh, we had twins in October. They're all us episodes. They're all over there. That's what I realized. <laughs> uh, we had twins in, in October, Harry and Nash, and that has been that's why we were jam packing beforehand. Mm -hmm. And this is our first time recording for this podcast since they've been born. It is. Yeah. Um, and just last night I was feeding Harry as like right before bed and we've been, this is the fun baby stuff we always talk about. We've been moving them up at night and ounce in their feedings because they sleep longer, you know, every like, night, every night. Yeah, no, they're at Dang. 15 ounces, um, per night now. And then tonight they will be 16. Um, and so we've been using those, um, what are those, that brand of water bottles? Those huge bottles that had like the big spinny Yeti. tops. Yeti. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Um, the Yeti bottles. Yeah. Basically Yeti, 30, 32 ounces. Um, okay. and we're hoping by December something or the other, they'll be full. Um, now they do weigh more than do the they babies ever get themselves. to a full gallon. They will. I, that's, that's, that's slated for probably February. Okay. Um, if I do my math right. Um, but right now, yeah, they're on 15, but, but now I was feeding Harry and he just like, this is the second time he's smaller than his brother. He's got like a pound smaller. Right. And he just let a whole ounce loose on me. Like some, every once in a while, it's kind of like, a, you know, a little bit kind of comes out, but it was just like, and I was like everything I, would, I was changing. We had to change. I think we didn't get on the couch, but that I, there it's 
they were so small because they were preemies. And they were good. They were like over mm. 37 weeks. They were very healthy. But they're still super small. Um, and the, we have bibs, and they literally wouldn't fit them. Like, you'd put it on, and it was like a dress. And now they're sizes of where bibs fit. So it's perfect because the game's tomorrow. We'll, we're playing uh, Southampton tomorrow, which, speaking of which, will be a great yeah. game. Because we're mid-table, and they're mid-table, so it'll be fantastic. <laughs> so depressing. I know. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Firmly mid-table. <laughs> <laughs> we're, uh, I, thought we, I think I saw we can go up to sixth if we, if we win tomorrow, depending oh, on how I the other results go. Things. I don't. Oh no! Not no no no! I was just doing math in my head. Oh. Okay. But anyway, thank you. That's very yeah, sweet of you. That was that was great. <laughs> and um, I hope everyone's been staying safe with everything COVID related. Yeah, been, please. Yeah. You know, we weird. hope you've been safe. Um, we I'll, hope you have a great holidays. Um, if you are not seeing family, we are sorry. That's a real bummer. But yeah. Thank you for you know being safe and taking yeah. this seriously. Mm-hmm. It's just after Thanksgiving here, and mm-hmm. uh, I had bit of a cold the week leading up mm-hmm. and uh decided to go get tested before i came home uh to see my parents and i was in like a two-week quarantine before yeah. this you basically quarantined yeah in long stretches pretty but pretty uh just that that night where i decided to get tested uh-huh. to the morning of getting tested <laughs> really hit me hard that i might not like there's a chance that yeah. i wouldn't see and would have to spend thanksgiving alone and so yeah. if if you're in that position mm-hmm. then we're sorry mm-hmm. and we hope you're better and we're getting yeah. better and 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 yeah. we're grateful for everyone who is um who is doing you know wearing yeah. masks and and yeah. staying and saying you know we had the same thing last week with my brother it was it was a long chain of my brother's roommate's girlfriend's roommate's partner yeah right so like it's it's a chain the one two, tested three, positive yeah, yeah. yeah. and then <laughs> um the the girlfriend's the, the partner to the roommate yeah you, know, you get the, the roommate's point. girlfriend the roommate's girlfriend was positive first and then the roommate was positive so then it was girlfriend and then my brother's roommate um that they, they were getting tested and we were yeah. just like we 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 called thanksgiving for our family too because it was like probably fine you yeah. know it was even even within yeah. the cdc recommendations probably fine but like but you've what's got the newborns we've got newborns we've got you know um my yeah. my dad was going to go travel to see his parents who are in their 80s um and it and ha- and they have you know the nieces and nephews on that side just wasn't worth the risk and it was a huge bummer but yeah. we waited a few days they came back negative and it was like cool you know like it was a bummer, but and we're you know lucky and blessed enough where it wasn't the end of the world. We're like, okay, well we'll see him in a week or two, yeah. you know. So, um, so yeah, it, you know, it's it's been crazy, and there's no denying how you know, pardon my French, how fucked up of a year this has been. Yeah, uh, and I know that we both know people who have uh, been affected by it yep. very, very personally, and it's rough. Um, but we're we're grateful yeah. to be here, and hopefully you guys are staying safe. And yeah, we absolutely we've are. we've officially dated this episode. <laughs> you know, if anyone ever <laughs> listens back to it, they'll know it's in mid COVID. Yeah. Um, well, we've like uh, historically is the word mm-hmm. I was looking mm-hmm. for. <laughs> Kept this way behind the curtain and not let us yes. in on anything. <laughs> so, That's for going out right. Well, we're other, just keeping that going. <laughs> the other thing we want to talk about before um, we we have a couple more things to talk about. One of them is that. So this is coming out on December 21st, mm-hmm. the week of Christmas. Last week Yay. on the 15th, we were on an episode of another Bare Naked Lady Centric podcast. And it was so um, much fun. Bare Naked ABCs. It was an absolute blast. It was I mean honestly, it was yeah. so much fun. We talked about the song It's Only Me. It's Only the Me. Wizard of Magic Land, <laughs> which is not a song that we will probably traditionally cover on this cuz it wasn't on no. a studio album. It'll maybe fit on our bonus episode yeah. when we um, get to that. Which turns out it's basically about um self-love, 
Yes. <laughs> to say it like, yes. but it was um, <laughs> Tracy, Jeff, and Aaron were fantastic. Honestly, it, yeah. w- you know, I think we were both a little bit nervous because, first of all, we were just excited to be guests on their yeah. pod to be asked to do that. But also, you know, they've been doing this for years, um, doing their specific podcast, and they're best friends too. Yeah. Um, so it was like, how is this going to be? Is this going to be awkward? Is it going to be natural? Yeah, it I was felt, nervous for a whole slew. Like, you were, you were nervous since like last year for this. Yeah. <laughs> I was nervous that, yeah, it, like, this is. Not at all what I expected to happen with this podcast. I yeah. didn't expect that we'd get like listeners. Listeners, Let's stop there. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't expect that we would be able to interact at all with anybody else in the podcasting yep. world, let yep. alone be on their show. Right, right. And then I was nervous that it was our first episode virtual. Virtual. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. And that we're like we not only virtual, but we were not in the same room. Yeah, we were. We were hoping to be together. We but haven't recorded right. together. Right. It was great. They were it amazing. Was very quickly, that all my nerves went away, and yeah. they were really good. They're so funny. It was They're a so lot of fun to do. Welcoming, yeah. yeah. And we're already after this. We're gonna pick the next song we get to do with them because they're really yeah. they're, like Tracy just emailed me again yesterday. Like, hey, let us know which one you want to come on again for. Oh, um, yeah. It was so much. Like, thanks, Tracy. Yeah, thanks, Tracy. Shout out to Tracy. Um, great bits. Yeah. Uh, like it was just it really honestly, man, it was just so much fun. So we can't. Yeah, it we felt can't like the whole thing enough. was an episode of good bits. <laughs> To us. I mean, someone's going to go, this is some stupid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, I do want to talk about one thing that, that we talked about there is that they, I don't know if you remember this part where I think the guy's name was Jorky or something like that. Tracy goes, has Jorky reviewed your guys' podcast yet? And I was like, who's that? He's like, it's this BNL fan and he's oh, hit yeah. our pod and he's hit, it's all been done. The other BNL pod. He was an iTunes reviewer. He was an iTunes reviewer. Yeah. And we had not been hit by him yet. We had yeah. not been. And I'm like, so if you're listening. Yeah. Give us a negative review. Give us like, a negative your, or a positive. Yeah. Like, well, no. So this is what I was worried about. It feels like it's most likely that he's not listening. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I was like, what I was, what I was upset about was he was like, oh, they haven't reviewed. He hasn't given you a negative one yet. And, then we, and I was like, well, that's good because we don't have a negative review. But that, also, but like, like, if that's a rite of passage yeah. for BNL podcasts, I want his negative review. Yeah, come on, Jorky, whatever your name is. <laughs> so, so if you're listening, if you're listening to this, full stop. We'd yeah. love for Don't you to give back. us a review. Well, well, no. No, no, no. <laughs> if anyone is listening to this podcast, go leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Yeah, please. If you're Jorky or whatever your name is, 3347... You go leave us a one-star review. Yep. But what I want to make clear is I don't want all of our fans to go leave us one-star reviews or anyone <laughs> listening. I want only yeah, that one person to do it. To be clear... We are currently at like maybe one or two reviews. We got four or five actually. Four or five. I okay. left one the other day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, no text reviews. No, yeah, there's so no comments. We don't want our only review to be one star. This is horrible. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> we've, we've got two asks of you. Leave a five star review, and when you do, yes, not please. jorky. If you're jorky, leave a one star review. With the cherry on top. Everybody else. Leave a five-star review. And then part two of the ask for everyone, Jorky included, is leave written comments and tell us why yes. you love this or or if you're Jorky, or why if you, you hate it, what the yeah. criticisms are. Because we want to build. We've got, what, after this, two studio albums and a couple bit albums left to yeah. do. Um, and like I said last, uh, a couple episodes ago, mm-hmm. we're hoping to retire. So, right. you know, we need those reviews in order to make money. It got to the point where yeah. we started talking about um, – if we after BNL, what what band we want mm-hmm. to do next? And Nick was just depressed that it even came yeah. to that in the first place. Although I do have a pretty big update for you there. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, interesting. So, okay, I'm excited. We got that. our first email. So on no the financial shit. front, we got our first email. <laughs> hold on, hold and on. It is from on. Mrs. On the, on the financial <laughs> yeah. front. It's from Mrs. Shahanaz Zuthamalanan. And he wants to tell us that his husband was very, her husband was very rich. Oh no! And she just decided she just came down with cancer and is dying. Okay. And 
her late husband deposited a sum of $9.2 million in the bank of Burkina Faso. And the money's still there. Famous bank. And that <laughs> Famous a, U.S. bank. They're going to give it all to us. If we deposit 70% of it in a charity, we okay. get to keep 30%. Holy crap. That's nearly $3 million. <laughs> So I haven't I haven't so responded what do we have to yet. Do? This what do is we from October. Do? Okay. I was waiting for the next time we record. <laughs> All right. So so I just have to respond back to this private. I'm expecting your response to a private email. Um, but yeah, she she doesn't want her husband's efforts to be used by the government. Right. right. Well, and why would you? Yeah. So <laughs> it's signed from from Mrs. Shahnaz Zuthamalan. Uh huh. And the the little sign off was yeah. written from hospital. <laughs> Well, I think we so, gotta... <laughs> we're rich. <laughs> well, and we and we have an, a fan that adores us so much that at the hospital with her dying husband, she's like, "I need to write to bare naked ladies <laughs> and ask so, them to deposit this money yeah, for me." I think that deserves another cheers. Yeah, she's a roast. <laughs> and and th- then we have to choose what pod or not what podcast. What um? You know, here's the thing. Oh, she specifies what type of charity. Oh, she, she has. Well, yeah. what if we turn down for a second? What if we keep more? I mean, she's not going to know. I don't know if that's how it works. I don't know if there's she's stipulations. Not, on. Right, but we, we can... I mean, I work with... I have a team yeah. of graphic designers at my job that I work with. We can oh, easily so fake everything. Oh, so you write up a fake... Like, yeah. make a fake website? I, yeah, we make a fake everything. We make a fake... Oh, I see where Orf, you're going. Orphan charity? I see where you're going. We make a... <laughs> orphan charity. That's what she specified is... Oh, uh, okay. It wanted it to go to an orphanage. Well, yeah, we'll give it to literal orphan charity, LLC. LLC. <laughs> <laughs> Non-for-profit. <laughs> So anyway, thank you, Bare Naked ABCs, and, for, yeah. and, and our fan for um, our fan who wants to give us money. We're really appreciative of that. Um, I'm very appreciative. So, before the last thing, I think I think before we get into the album, it's the end of the year. Yeah, let me do a quick correction first. Oh, okay. Because please, I did please, note please, please. on the Grinning Streak episode, I think we were talking about the position in the charts. And how it was sure. done the best since Stunt Maroon. Sure. And the quick correction is that I read that it is the highest. It hit tenth, mm-hmm. but it, which was the highest position since Everything to Everyone, which you also hit tenth. Stupid. So stupid. Just wanted to co-host. throw a quick quick shout out because that's one of my favorite albums. So you wanted to you wanted to give it credit for what it's due. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. That's fair. I take back my well. Yeah. I still think it was a big mistake for you to make. I know. I think it was inappropriate. It will. N- this will never happen again. <laughs> Okay, great, great. I am deeply ashamed, <laughs> as you should be, that I've and, made and, this mistake. And I hope that your family knows about this mistake, and that oh, they give you. It was not pretty. I told them <laughs> they were not happy. So, um, it is the end of the year, and one thing that we like to do at the end of the year is uh, make lists. Yeah, we do, and we check them twice. And we're going to find out what our um, favorite songs of the year are. This is something that we normally just do ourselves and trade yeah. amongst. I've traded to you, my brother, uh, my buddy, Disney Maybe John. Maybe we'll post it on Facebook. Disney but... John, if you're listening. I don't think you are, but love you, buddy. Out in L.A. Um, where, where is he right now? Is he in L.A. or is he a little bit north? He's in like NoHo or something. NoHo Hank. NoHo. NoHo Hank. NoHo, NoHo, NoHo. NoHo. <laughs> That's when, when Mrs. Claus is mad at Santa. Yeah. She's like, you don't get to go out. No ho, no, no ho, <laughs> no ho. <laughs> um, so we made our we she made our yo ho, top no, <laughs> <laughs> 
Someone out there got Anyways. that. Someone out there got that. Is yeah. happy. Um, so we made, we made our top ten songs of the year, and we thought we'd share our top five. Okay. I don't because I only made a top five. I made top ten. <laughs> Alarm bells were going off. <laughs> so we wanted to share our top five songs of the year, non BNL related, um, just to give you something interesting to listen to. Yeah. I used to do. Um, Last summer, I think, just because I was bored. So when I, my EP was coming out and I was kind of doing more music-related stuff, I would share on Instagram just, like, an album of the week, a vinyl of the week, and I'd share it and, like, mm-hmm. why I love this album. And there were a couple times where, like, people were like, hey, I listened to that because of your recommendation and I loved it. And I was like, I just feel like I'm making the world a better place. Like, one of the times was uh, Weezer's White Album. I shared yeah. that, how much I loved it. And someone was like, I listened to it and it's great. And I was like, that That's cool. that, that made it worth it. So if you listen to – if you hear these ten songs um, – Total five from each of us. Don't yep. worry. And you listen to one of them, and you think it's good. Then, the, then the, our job is done. We just yeah. like sharing good was, music with people. It was worth so, it. <clears throat> so, so do you want to go each five, other five, four, five, four. five or do you want to go five five four four? I think we just do each other. I think that'll okay. make it cleaner. Yeah, um, I agree. You want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Or, I can or, go first. Or you want to? Oh yeah, perfect. I was gonna say we can. Yeah. Do you want to just play Rochambeau real quick, just for fun? Sure. You on still shoot? go first. Yeah, on shoot. Rochambeau. Sh- Okay. One job. <laughs> okay, you go. I guess you you just go. Top five songs so of twenty. And first. the only stipulation that we truly had was, was that they came out this year. Yes, it's not like oh, I I listened to this artist this yeah. year. They or came they out came out year. on an album that was this year. Maybe the yeah, there was like December. Yeah, this late December last right, year. But right. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, I think for both of us, we also try to keep it to one song per artist. So that if there was an album yes. we loved, we didn't overwhelm it. So yeah, agree. Um, okay, so go for it. Let's hear it. All right. So the f- number five, I have "Reveries" by Radical Face. Uh, he released an EP at the end of last year, and mm-hmm. this year he's had f- three to five singles. Okay. This is the first one, um, and yeah, just loved it. Yeah. Um, dropped right before I saw him live, and. So I listened to it a lot in preparation for that. And it okay. was one of the things where, like, I've gotten so much new music mm-hmm. since lockdown yeah. that I was looking at all the 2020 songs, and I had another one of his singles as my top five. Uh-huh. And then I went back to all the songs from 2020, and I was like, oh, damn, that was still this year? Like, Yeah, okay, I know. Well, that I know. one has the top hit. There's so much out <laughs> so, music that came out even in yeah. the past two or three months that, I like, some of my songs were for, I think one of them was from January, and I was like, I, that was 2020, wasn't it? Yeah. It's crazy, yeah. Yeah, I haven't listened to Radical Face because we might and we might do it in our future, you know, uh, as a future act we've talked yeah. about before. Um, so I'm I'm specifically abstaining from listening, but I've heard nothing but good things about him. Him right? mostly from me, from you. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, well, and in general. All yeah. right, so number five, Reveries. Number five, Reveries. From okay, Radical Face. Number All right. four is for sure by Future Islands. That mm. was the lead single off their new album. Mm-hmm. And I think Love so. Yeah. There's another one that, off the album that really stuck out for me, but uh, this one yeah. kind of takes the cake. Takes the cake. Yeah, yeah. See, that's I love Future Islands, but that is one of the albums that has fallen to the wayside because of all of the music this year. I there's I, so much. I know exactly. Yeah. It's been good. It's been fun. Uh, number three. Number three is Atheist by Christian Lee Hudson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great album. I know yeah. you've talked about it, and uh, I saw Caleb post about it the other day. Yeah, previous guests. Oh, yep. Um, and yeah, I I listened to the podcast, the Reply All podcast, where he guessed where he it. did this. Was that fun? Yeah, it was that so was cool. really fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I like went and saw one of his sing- looked out for one of his singles after mm-hmm. that, and really liked it. 
and then completely forgot about it until you recommended it for and some went, yeah. yeah and yeah. then went back and I listened to it once and bought the album instantly and it's, yep. it's fantastic it is yeah and Atheist is the first song on the album right like, that's yeah. what leads it off yeah, yeah it's a good song yeah it's yeah, yeah. Um, number two I have another killer St. Augustine at Night mm-hmm. by Dawes yeah mm-hmm. just a knockout <laughs> so good it's yeah, I yeah. think that was their second single off the new album. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Again, pretty great. All of these are like a little more quiet. Sure, yeah, like ballady. I mm-hmm. guess mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the right word, but no, I know what you mean. Though pulled the yeah. reserve, especially Christian and and this song yeah. in particular are very acoustic, kind yeah. of quieter, chill songs. Yeah, and yeah. it's yeah, they're, that mood just really hit me this mm-hmm. time this year mm-hmm. and stuck out. Um, and my number one spot. I think I know what it is. Can I Believe You by oh. Fleet Foxes. Wow. Okay. All right. So good. Oh. I know that that album didn't really have a lead single because they just dropped no, it. But they, is this kind of like the standout, generally like the main song from it or not so much? I don't know if there is. I know like people on Reddit pick like a million different songs. Yeah. So right, it's hard right. to tell. Yeah. But because there was no, it was just like, a, hey, this is coming out. Monday, right, right, and it was like the later in the week, and I was so thrilled. Uh-huh. And this song just stood out for me, mm-hmm. and I've listened to it, I don't know, like sixty <laughs> times already. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's yeah. amazing. Yeah, all right, that's good. Yeah, I, again, I listened to that album once when it came out, but kind of in the background. And you know, yeah. I have a thing for thing not for thing against Fleet Foxes a little bit, which is a yeah. long story. But like, it wasn't bad. It's not. It's not bad. And yeah. I it think just, if I it gave just it hasn't more hit for you. Yeah, and and. It I feel think. it's frustrating for me because it's like probably outside of like of my top three bands outside mm-hmm. of B and L. This is probably the like the one that I draw the most like from. I always go to them when sure. I'm feeling down or like, yeah, it just yeah, yeah. Always hits that mood for me. It's probably the most important yeah. band in my life besides B and L. That's a good list, and I'm and. I'm interested to show you the crossover between our lists. Yeah, I was one. I feel like there's going to be a lot of artist crossover. Yeah, maybe <clears throat> at least at least two. Um, um, yeah, maybe not a lot, but definitely two. I thought for sure would cross over. So I'm, I'm also curious after your list to see what you thought my number one was going to be because it yeah, like sure, that's fair. Yeah, I th- so um, because I can't just do top five. I do want to give two honorable mentions. These mm-hmm. were actually number nine and ten on my list, but I want to give a shout out to Phoebe Bridger's new album. Um, uh, Punisher and Kyoto was the song I think good I, I love the album I haven't listened to it as much as I did Stranger in the Alps so it's really good and Kyoto is just a killer song and then Andy Schaff um, a, 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 he's probably the every year I feel like there's one artist I get turned on to um, Andy Schaff was this year he's like a singer songwriter from Canada um, and he's got an, what's that one like Neon Skyline or something it's, I think you really like it but okay. um, a song called Try Again I put a number, five, number nine so anyway actual top five songs number five was I I chose to get the old band back together by Christian nice. Lee Hudson um, I think bar none that album um, Beginners I think Beginners is easily my favorite album of the year I think it is like every song is a solid eight for me on that album at least and yeah. I think Atheist was an amazing track I think Northsiders was a hard one to not pick as well um, yep. it's the whole honestly I cannot recommend so that album enough album of the year for me I think it'd probably be a close number two for me what, that, oh, the, yeah, sure, yeah. Foxes, yeah. Um, no, I just, I, I, I think you, you kind of hit it on the head where when I listened to the the first two singles, I was like, they, they, they were good. 
lose yeah. this number in Northsiders, I think. And then I listened to the album when it came out, and it was an immediate one time through. I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. And that doesn't happen that much, where no. you listen to an album. And I think the singles were in. on the album. But yeah, they, they were. They work. The album works so well together. Yes. yes. That it yes. elevated the song. I, I think that's exactly right. Because I, I, the singles, I was like, this is good. Yeah. And then when I heard it in the context of the album, I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. Exactly. So. Um, I chose got to get the old man back to there because it's the most um, upbeat on the album. Yeah. I love the harmonica, and right now, um, you know, I had a long. I did a live stream the other day with like, you know, to t- celebrate my one year EP, and I was struggling with a lot of negative emotions about just a lot of things. And then listening to this album about like, you know, the one there's a line about like, you know, with the kids, I can only do a couple nights this each week, and it's kind of like trying to get the band back together. It just kind of hit home more, so I, I chose that one. And Shout out to Connor Oberst playing, like I said, harmonica on this on that song. So number five was that. Uh, number four, I chose "My Own Soul's Warning" by The Killers. Um, I think The Killers, the al- they released a new album this year, "Imploding the Mirage." I think it is their best album since Sam's Town, uh, which is 14 years old. I absolutely adored uh, the entire album, and it was so hard to pick what one song to represent it. But I, I think th- that was my number six was going to be "My God." Oh, my, yeah, and that's like, My God is a, a standout on that album. Yeah. Um, but, like, Caution, the lead single, is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, Dying Breed is amazing. Employing, like, there's really, there's, I think there's one song on the album that is fine for me. The other nine are are fantastic or amazing. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it is an amazing, like. That's a great album. It, it's fantastic. It's just so good. And it's such a mood from beginning to end. Um, blowback. Like, I always forget how good Blowback is. I actually listened to that yesterday, and I was like, oh, my gosh, it's so good. So I love, I, I think the Killers really, you know, they try to do a bit of a comeback with Wonderful, Wonderful. And yeah. I think, I do think um, The Man is my all-time favorite Killer song. And I think Run For Cover is up there as well. But the rest of the album was kind of yeah, hit or miss. Um, but this whole album is just great. Um, number three, I picked Dreamsicle by Jason Isbell in the 400 unit. Oh, I like that one. Um, I forgot, it was one of those albums that I was like, oh shit, that was this year <laughs> when I was listening back <laughs> to these songs. Um, and again, I think it's a really solid album, but something about Dreamsicle, you know, one of the reasons I love BNL, I love nostalgia, I love those like kind of revisiting those childhood feelings, and I think that's what Dreamsicle does. It, it revisits the highs and lows of being a kid, um, and you know, with specific circumstances of moving from moving a lot as a kid, having an absent father and stuff. But it it, it captures summertime as a kid so well. I loved it. Um, number two, I picked uh, "Get Famous" by the Mountain Goats. Mountain Goats, my all-time favorite band, um, released two albums this year. One was a was a throwback tape album where it was just John and the guitar, uh, piano, and his um, boombox, kind of like he used to do about 20 just years ago. Just the necessities, man. And and boy, did the fans eat it up. And it's a fan. And in my top 10, there's a song from that album on there as well. Um, okay. But um, I went with get so that getting into knives was the new album came out in October. Um, I just I you know you know me with 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 Mountain Goats. I just there's they they can do no wrong. And they keep evolving as a band. You know, like I said, it used to be just John with his guitar and a boombox. Yeah. And then he had this, his buddy Peter to play bass. This is a very general... If you're a Mountain Ghost fan listening, don't be like, actually? Like, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> and then they, a few years later, they added a guy to play drums. John. Another John. And then um, just in the past five or six years, they added another guy, Matt, who plays everything. Flute, saxophone, trumpet, piano, I guitar. It's and a Guster Delio where every song he switches. Yeah, it really is. Like he's like he's like uh, okay, saxophone. Uh, put the sax down. I'm gonna pick up this. So get famous. The whole album is great. Um, I chose get famous because it was, it's like the most upbeat, bombastic song. It's like it's got a whole horn section. Um, John gets really you know like me, gritty in that. the lyrics, man. It's have you listened to it? No, yeah. I you don't should have totally, to check it out. dude. It's 
it was actually really divisive in the fan base because lyrically it's not like John's most complex song. Um, but it's, it's more of, it's almost like a pop song in terms of the structure and um, uh, uh, instrumentation. Okay. But it's it's so good. And but again, I think it's their best album since 2011. No, ugh, never. No shit. Third best album. Second best album is 2011. Fuck. This is my point, right? Like, um, but b- being a being a Mountain Goats fan is very rewarding because I had a new album last year, yeah. 2017, 2015, 2013, 2011, 20. Like it's, it's almost, very prolific. At albums. most, you'll get an album every three years. At at most, it's generally one to two years that you get a new album from the Mountain Goats yeah. or a book, which is a lot of other bands at best. Yes, exactly. Yeah, Coldplay. Love Coldplay. It's normally four years between albums. Yeah, maybe three if you're lucky. But number one. Number one. St. Augustine at Night by Dawes. Yeah, buddy. I think it is, It is like I said, it is a mood. It is the childhood nostalgia again. It just hits home. And yeah. um, uh, I still feel like a kid also made my top ten, but something about St. Augustine at Night is just... Um, we So, like, I, I loved it. Like you said, when it came out as a second single, it was amazing. But I think in the second or third week with the boys... Um, there was a horrible night. This night where they just weren't sleeping well, you know. Yeah. And then the next morning, we were both we were both on the couch, each holding one on opposite ends of the couch, just kind of cycling through music. And I put and I put that song on 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 like the speakers, and it just hit, you know, the sitting there, talking about kids holding. It was just it it was. Yeah. It There's some really killer in, yeah. wordplay in that song. Oh yeah. Mood oh yeah. Great. It's, the lyricism is amazing. Yeah. yeah. I, I I do think, uh, you know, I, I say this very tentatively i think taylor goldsmith is the best current lyricist um out that i listen to out there i think his wordplay is amazing um like you know in 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 um the first single off that album um who do you think you're talking to great one of the lyrics is frankly i think we would be remiss and it's like you say that sentence out loud you're like that's gonna be a weird lyric but it fits so well in the mm-hmm. song so yes and honestly that night takes the cake for me i just think it's beautiful and um uh the guitar play is, is amazing his voice is his lyric yeah from beginning to end but um that whole album is great too yeah good luck with whatever album's good yeah music's pretty good man music is good yeah music's fun anything you listen you to guys this should check it out you should, <laughs> you should check out music have you heard of music <laughs> i have to find that. oh one thing we should also mention there's a bare naked ladies live stream a holiday bare naked ladies it's gonna have oh, it's gonna... <laughs> dang we're three days off yeah yeah i know oh, i right, thought about right. that i thought about like should we do it but the reason the 15th so, and stuff, sorry but are you gonna hopefully we do didn't you know... just tell you about it and you got excited only to find out it already <gasps> happened <laughs> did did you buy a ticket to it yet no do you know if we can share a ticket or will we get kicked out if we try to do that do you know? i don't know do you want like i want to watch it i also want to watch it i feel like i like no not to be like greedy I, I feel like we should get comp tickets i feel like us the guys that it's all been done and the guys that oh yeah bare abc should get free tickets oh yeah but i don't think we're gonna get that i was just to talk about I, yeah. you know how I've talked have about we before, done enough publicity for you <laughs> We brought in a new fan at least. All um, we're asking for is one comp ticket. Just one. We'll we'll pay for the other one. Yeah, we'll pay for one of us. will pay for it. Yeah, and we just want a one comp we ticket outside of that. If that's if that's okay with you guys. Yeah. But so should we get to the we, album? We won't tell him that it'll be you who gets it, and then Jeanette will probably also watch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's really and, kind and of frankly, two comp tickets. Frankly, I'll probably be holding the one of the boys. So minimum three of us will be watching. If yeah. not four. So if you're holding four, we'll count them as half because they're not really paying attention. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So three. That's fair. Three. Okay. We, we'll talk more about this off. Yeah. off. Like, just give us a... It's, just still, give us it's a, still deserved. Give us... If, mean, if we don't cut this bit out, give us a cop <laughs> ticket for the show that happened three nights ago. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> or give us a recording of it. Or, hey, maybe do it again next year and give us a cop ticket a year in advance. Yeah. 
<laughs> we'll take a 2021 holiday show comp ticket. Yep. Um, but they, they've been doing this thing recently where for every holiday for the past couple of months, they have a little video where it's like them, you know, kind of like their like ad lib stuff where they're like yeah, all the, playing. And they they're post like, on Facebook hey, too. Right? Happy Christmas. It's the yeah. same thing. And then I realized I looked back on them and they're all wearing the same outfit and everything, which is fine. But it just means that they spent like half a day going, all right, and then Christmas song. Okay. And now we'll do uh vote. We'll do Thanksgiving. Like they just did every holiday in like two hours or whatever, uh, which was just had That's to have really been funny. fun. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about the album, I think then, right? Yeah. Bare Naked for the Holidays. 2004. Going back a bit. We Going saved back. this one for the holidays. Yeah. Uh, it was released shortly after Everything to Everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, before we get into the album, I want to... Uh, well, <laughs> I said, I don't know. That's probably the phrase the day before we get into the album. I was reading uh, all, you know, reading up on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, as we've talked about before, Steve has a little statement post-breakup where he says, you know, this wasn't my idea. It was fun, but it kind of wasn't along for the ride. I was just for along the, for the ride. For the snack time? Uh, no, he did that for burning for the holidays too. He had a statement like oh, that dang. where he was just kind of like, um, well, the same sentiment former, uh, <clears throat> the wiki, as we always go off of, uh, later that the album was not his yep. idea and that a holiday themed album was not what he wanted to do following everything to everyone. Now I clicked on the site, the cited source for that. Mm-hmm. And it was an, uh, uh, Ottawa, Ottawa citizen interview from 2009, I believe. Um, if I'm looking at this right. And it's an interesting interview. You know, Steve interviewed 2009, still pretty post-breakup. But there's yep. one interesting thing in here uh, that uh, was really, really interesting to me. Um, so let me see if I can find this quote here. Uh, yeah, so he said he felt a similar way about the band's re- Christmas record. So he talked about <clears throat> snack time. It was a lot of fun to do. It wasn't my idea. It was long for the ride. And they said right. similar sentiment about the Christmas album and uh, the Big Bang Theory theme song. And Steve's quote was, um, it wasn't where I imagined I wanted to be. Now, here's the thing for me is that, like, I love Steve, but it, it feels a little weird to start throwing all these statements out. I think maybe his point is that the band was just not in a great place for a while. Yeah. But it, it, it just feels kind of like, a, well, I don't want to do it. Everyone else did. Yeah. So I just went along with it. It's kind of like, well, then just don't, you know. I can see it as it depends on if he kept talking about it and mm-hmm. what the fr- like. I can see it if the person was like, what did you? Because they... They had the whole thing where they were mm-hmm. like, we were just going in different directions. We, yeah. We had different things we wanted yeah, to do. Yeah, and I'm sure that's true. And if his was like, I didn't want to do all these off main studio albums, mm-hmm. Children's, Christmas. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was there for Like, that was fun. I liked yeah. doing it. And I think that's tone is that, a big thing, too. If that's yeah. the, like, if he's just trying to say, like, that's the type of stuff that they wanted to do more of and yeah. I didn't want to. And that's. That's fair. That's but, fair. Agreed. It depends if the tone I think was tone, the other way. I think tone's yeah, a big that, point, right? Keep, yeah. If he's, why keep hammering on? If it was, if it was like, yeah, it wasn't what I wanted to do, but it was fun. Versus, yeah. it wasn't what I wanted to do, but it was fun. Like, is it, you know how has he said it? But what was interesting? So the here's popcorn. the popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. What was interesting was in the interview, it says this. It says, even so, had it not been for the drug arrest, Page believes it, he'd still be trying to make his artistic visions work within the context of the Bare Naked Ladies. And I don't like that they said the Bare Naked Ladies, but we'll get it past him. And then Steve's quote said, the breakup wouldn't have happened when it did, he says. Now, um, interesting. That's, that is, that's all, you know, there's a lot more interesting stuff to the interview there. That concept to me is very interesting. And we've talked about that before on All in Good Time and Snack Time a bit. But to hear him outright say we probably it wouldn't have happened when it did doesn't mean it wouldn't have happened um but they 
he's alluding to the fact that they very well may have stayed together post snack time and done more together. And just that idea is so interesting to me, what that would have looked like, you know? Yeah. I know that, um, and we'll do Steve's albums down the road, but, uh, the song indecision that he has on his first solo album. I know that that had been around for a few years. He'd played it on ships and dips once or twice. Oh really? Um, just like, you know, during a solo set. So the song existed, um, chances are that would have existed on a BNL album. And I feel like it totally could have worked like a BNL song. I think the harmonies would have been a little bit, di- you know, I'm sure yeah. it would have been different, but um, it's just kind of interesting. One of those like, what if sort of moments, like what if the drug arrest hadn't happened yeah. and, and they had continued on, what would those next albums have looked like? What songs from, and you know, I, again, you can play the, the butterfly effect thing for a while, but like right. what songs would we have gotten that do exist? You know, yeah. would something would there like be odds Steve are, albums? Would, would there Steve be solo albums? Like Isolation would, that would show up on BNL albums. And, and what BNL songs that existed on All in Good Time or, you know, maybe even Grinning Run. Streak? Yeah, that's what. That's what <laughs> 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 but, like, I guess what BNL songs that we have now would we have had still? Yeah. And would they have looked a little bit differently? You know, what songs would have existed? Um, Anyway, so it's just interesting to think about, but um, I kind of rabbit trailed off of that when I was researching the album. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, so Bare Naked Ladies, Bare Naked for the Holidays, um, 2004, holiday album. They did a couple of holiday tours to promote it, which would have been fun to see them yeah, on a holiday tour. That would be fun. Um, and that's, you know, kind of the thing that we've talked about with them doing like a B-side sort of tour. They used to do things like this where it was like, hey, we're obviously on a holiday tour. They're going to play hits. But there's like a theme yeah. to it, right? Like they're doing a fun thing with it. Yeah. Um, dressed up as Santa. Yeah, they have a little cute little like, no kiss idea. on stage, a little bit <laughs> I can like see Merry that Christmas, <laughs> and they, but you know what I mean? Like they do like a theme thing, kind of like they're doing with the with the live stream. Yeah, it would have been cool. It'd be cool for them to do stuff like that still, like a uh, hits of the again. I yeah. know that's a really fan service thing to be like, we wish you would do a B side tour. Um, but they do a lot of cool. Oh, man, what would a it be cool? Right? Yeah, exactly. Um, so what do you got for it? Anything you want to talk about? Yeah, so there's it's another one that you're going to love because there's 20 songs. Um, I'm going to let it slide this time. It's Christmas are, season. Yeah, so there are seven originals. Yes. A couple remake, like new, put a new spin. Sure, They're, sure. They do whatever. Um, they've got three of the songs are Hanukkah songs. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. Um, four to seven, depending on how you look at it, mm-hmm. of them are like instrumental. Interludes or, sort uh, of things. Yeah, interludes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I... Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, and this is what was interesting. The first album that they recorded at Steve's studio uh, off oh. of a major label. It was their first. Uh, they called it Desperation Records. Yes. Which maybe is. Maybe now that's the uh, Raisin Run. You know. Raisin Group. Whatever the fuck. But uh, it was the independent. same one that. Yeah. I don't know. So. Um, so it was kind of them going off a little bit. A little bit doing their own thing. Yeah. I want to talk about the idea of holiday albums as a whole. Because it does feel like a lot of artists. If you get to a certain stature in music. It almost seems to be expected that you'll do a holiday album or a holiday single. At least. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not necessarily. I don't know many have done a whole album. I think a lot of like pop artists. Band. Well, there's a lot. Excuse me, coming out this year of. Uh, I, I there? Mean, okay. Yeah. So who just did it? I guess maybe it's just more of the bands that I really follow. I don't know. Many That's true. That have put out a whole album. That's yeah. I mean, yeah. You're I not going to get a Fleet put... Foxes or a National yeah. Holiday album for sure, right. for sure. Um, but you are going to get some. And so, like you know, I've thought about this a lot just the whole idea of holiday albums. Um, like Megan Trainer just did one. Gwen Stefani recently did one. Goo Goo Dolls? Is that an, wow, Goo Goo Dolls. The Goo Goo Dolls recently did a holiday <laughs> album. That's what's going to get them back in the okay. mix. Um, Lady Anna, oh, Lady A. Lady A, not Lady yep. Annabellum. Lady A. 
Um, which honestly, cool. I know it's side note. Fucking kudos to them for doing that. Um, so my point is like, there's. I, it seems like it's. Um, I mean, looking here, we got Adina Menzel, Mariah Carey, Rod lady, Stewart, eh? Justin Bieber, John Will. Well, John Will is account. Frank Sinatra. <laughs> Fuck Frank Sinatra for doing Frank holiday Sinatra album. just put out a holiday uh, no, album? No, I'm not just listing all of them I can see on holiday <laughs> albums. Colby Kaye, Scotty McCreary, Jimmy Buffett, Kristen Chenoweth, Annie Lennox, Dave Barnes. So my point is, is like, Christmas albums are a dime a dozen. Yeah. And generally, oh, sure. generally, they're not doing originals. Maybe there's one or two originals on yeah. an album, but it's mainly just the thing. Yeah, seven so, feels like a lot, which I really yes. liked. And I feel like as a whole... I, so I, you know, I used to get kind of bitter about like, who, I don't need a holiday. I don't need to hear this person singing that song I've heard for years. However, if it's you, one of your favorite artists, you're going to really like that yeah. because, you know, we've talked before about how, um, you know, if uh, let's just say you hate synths for whatever reason, and then your favorite band does a synth song, yeah. you might like it more and you, you know, like, well, just cause you, cause they're doing it. Well, yeah. You just like it cause you like, yeah. But we, but, but well, yeah, maybe cause I well, like them and it brings you uh, into it. Yeah, it's, that's the, the way point. it works. <laughs> I like them, and I'm liking what they're doing. So it's, for me, it's kind of the same with the holiday albums, where it's like, you know what? If your favorite band does a holiday song, you're going to be excited about that. Yeah. And so, um, so yeah, I, I guess, I don't know. I think that was something I was working through internally. <laughs> be like, no one, not everyone needs to do a holiday album. But then it's like, you know, if Coldplay did a whole holiday album, I'd be psyched about it. Or yeah. if, you know, if, if the Mountain Goats for whatever weird reason. I don't know. You know, I will say with one exception, the Bright Eyes holiday album not my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> I love Bright Eyes. They're, you know, their album was great this year. I Connor's one of my favorite. That Bright Eyes album was like in the midst, midst of his angst. <laughs> and there's two or three songs on it that are really good, but like there's the rest of it. I'm just like, fucking Connor, dude. Like, don't take your anger of the world out on Christmas. Um, yeah, so what, how do you generally feel about Christmas music? Okay. One, yes. When do you start listening yes. to? I love Christmas as a whole. It's my favorite holiday. It's my favorite season. Well, I, I, I think summer's my favorite season. No, but, you know, in terms of holiday seasons, I yeah. love Christmas. I'm excited to have Christmas with the boys this year. Um, uh, yeah. I love – I'm wearing my holiday – my Christmas sweater. It's got the Waldvogels on it. You can see. That's cool. Um, I love Christmas. However, Christmas music for me – so for me, December 1st is when Christmas music starts. Okay. Because I love Christmas music, I don't want to get burnt out. I've got yep. family members. I've got friends who start – you know, after, after Halloween. And that's f- infuriating to me because you get burnt out on it. By the time it's the 20th, you're burnt out. Yeah. Um, so I've conceded w- with Jeanette cause she loves it too. She doesn't think she thinks my rules are stupid and she's right. Um, after Thanksgiving is what I generally say. Now after Thanksgiving, okay. Christmas is great. You know, we can celebrate in any way, shape or form. Um, so I love holiday. I love Christmas music. I love holiday music. And for me after Thanksgiving is where it goes. What about Fair. you? I can tend to be a bit of a Grinch. It'd be also <laughs> similar. Like mm. I've had holidays in like when I was in Germany and mm. was like my parents and siblings came yeah. for Christmas that yeah. year and they showed up on Christmas Eve. Uh-huh. I didn't listen to any Christmas music until then. <laughs> oh, seriously? Just like, like on yeah, purpose I or think just, you just kind of realize? I have like a playlist that I like, uh-huh. but it's not a lot like, and I have some songs that I like. Yeah. But I typically, even in December, I'm never like, let's just listen to Christmas music to get in the mood. I'm always just sure. like, well, let's listen to this other music. That right. Really like. <laughs> That's so fair, it's, yeah. it's not like I'm ever like, ah, oh, you're dumb for listening to Christmas music. Right. Like, but I'm you don't go out of your way to pedantic, personally do it. But I never it. go yeah. out of my way. But that have... being said, this episode we started preparing for before mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. 
and I was surprised how much I was enjoying it and mm-hmm. like getting in the Christmas yeah. mood just by listening to this album. <laughs> do you have a, a traditionally? Do you have a favorite Christmas song? Uh, or not so I don't much? know about a, f- a top one. Mm-hmm. I've traditionally I've loved all the Killers ones, which yep. are super so, non traditional. And, and I think that's the problem that Jeanette has too. Again, and I'm saying she's right. Yeah. For me, when I listen to Christmas music, I'm like, let's put the the original Killers Christmas songs on, which is like, okay, that's I not know. a like it, it yeah, is don't Christmas shoot music. Me Santa Claus. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> um, but like that's not you know it's not your tra- it's not we what she wants to be Christmas listening playlist. to when we're doing stuff. Yeah, um, but like White Winter White Winter Hymnal, the one that you just said. That yeah. You, doesn't do it for you mm-hmm. flea foxes that's in my christmas playlist oh okay um so a lot of sucks. i have a couple of she and him yeah see that's that's what it goes down to for me i've yeah. got all three or they only have two holiday albums i like right? a lot of that old school feel like yeah. frank sinatra yep that's that's I my like wife man she she loves the, the old school music in general yeah um yeah wonderful christmas time by mccartney that's a good mm-hmm. one last christmas got overplayed oh shit, i love I last like christmas it. yeah that's um, a good one yeah, and like generally, it's a lot of the stuff that my favorite bands have put out. So yeah, like the Christmas Lights by Coldplay, I like that one. Yep, that just got reissued on vinyl this year, oh, or issued great. on vinyl. For, I got, of course, I bought it. I like the uh, the Mumford Winter Winds. Mm-hmm. Or I guess that's so. You're not, looking, that's you're not looking not for things song. with that's winter a, in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, for whatever reason, the song "Santa's Coming for Us" by Sia. Okay, I can't I, say I know that I, one. I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh. Yeah, okay. That's, that's about the extent of my, and then a couple B and O in there. Of course, of course. Please don't joke about I Robot This Christmas by Company Bang Bang. <laughs> okay, <laughs> whatever. It's actually pretty funny. It's, <laughs> that would be a, that would be a, about I Robot This Christmas. Hit it. It's just this very old school country western. <laughs> oh, please don't joke. Man, you it's know what? I got to tell you, I haven't listened to much CBB this year because I, you know, I used to tra- I travel for work when there's not a pandemic yeah. up to Traverse City, over to Ohio. And it's like, uh, or just around Michigan. And like, that's when I would listen to the CBB because it's long. And I just, ha- I really need to. Um, I love, uh, I love Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. A, a good, slow version. Of, like there's a, yeah. there's a version, again, that's going back to that Coldplay does. That's just crisp. Martin on a piano and it's just nice and calming and like sets the mood really well. Um, but I do love the Sheen Hem albums. They're, they're yeah. simple, um, but they're really pretty. I do really like the stuff that feels like it's, it sounds like it's being sung by a fireplace with a piano. Yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. I totally agree. And I love M Ward with Sheen. And I think, she, oh, so I, I think Sheen Hem does that. You yeah. know, I think it's a lot of like fireplace, like, um, but not, great, yeah. They're not like the most inventive reimagined. Re- re- but again, that goes back to my thing, right? I love she and him. Yeah. And so I love when they did a Christmas stuff versus, you know, okay, Mariah Carey has a Christmas album. And just, just using her name as, yes. a, as a placement. I'm like, yeah, not for me, you know? Um, so yeah, I, lo- I like a lot of, I like Christmas music, but I do listen to a <clears> lot of, like Run Run Rudolph is one that, it's not my favorite song, but like M. Ward sings it. And it's just like a cool little like 50s kind of rock song, you know, but so I think we should then I think we should probably just dive into the album. Uh, yeah. Oh, t- this technically, um, according to Wiki, this is technically the first studio album without a naked track. You know, studio. Oh, because you know, obviously the next one would have sure. But um, technically, this was the first one without a naked track. Yeah, it did, didn't kill the tradition, but put the thoughts in their head that maybe so, it's time to be done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, one thing I'll say as a whole, I sort of. And this isn't really fair, but I kind of, I sort of break the album up into three different sections. I think there is um, original Christmas songs slash 
I would say straightforward takes of Christmas songs. I think there are their oh, silly yeah. ver- of this album. Yeah. There are their silly versions of songs. And then I think the third one is like the interlude, just kind of the musical stuff. I think as a whole, my favorite songs are the ones that they kind of do just straightforward versions of and, or are the originals. And I think like yeah. those work as the, just a good, ver- a good song. And the silly ones are um, in particular because it's a themed album, a Christmas album. They're very gimmicky. I like, well, let's talk about the first track. We'll talk about that. I think it's really funny, Yeah. but I'm not going to throw it on a Christmas playlist for my family to listen to. Agreed. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. I, I think it's overall, it's a good holiday album. It doesn't do anything amazing, um, yeah. but it's BNL and I love BNL. So I love their, their holiday music. Yeah. You threw me for a second. Cause when you said seconds, my first thought was sequentially. And mm, I was like, mm, I, mm, mm, I don't know if I picked up on no, that. No, I'm sorry. All. As a whole, I, you can no, do no, it. No, but yeah. I, I totally agree. That is how I look at it. There's like originals. There's the instrumental interludes. Yeah. And then there's just like the, the jokey ones. Yeah. yeah. So, so should we jump in then? Yeah. Let's just dive in to start off with Jingle Bells. Jingle Bells. Jingle Bells. Jingle all the way Oh, what fun it is to ride One horse I think the I, I think overall it's funny. I like that they do it the way they do it. But yeah. I think the first part of the song is really pretty. And if I they did a full the straightforward version of it. I know. Yeah. I, like, I, I like the front half way more. Yeah. I love the piano solo going yes. in. Oh, yeah. To the silly bit. Yeah, I agree. Um... Yeah, I much prefer the first half, but I can't help but smile at the second half. That's the best way to put it. It's it's a very BNL thing to do, where you're like, <laughs> guys, like yeah. it's just cute, it's funny, um, and it, it's fun. Yeah, it works. Yeah. It's fun. the one thing I noticed too. Steve really belts it. Like you can hear. Oh, you can hear him you trying can to. Hear yeah, yeah, yeah. Progressively, his voice mm-hmm. like straining more and yeah, more. Yeah. And there's a couple like words in particular where you're like, "Whoa, Steve!" Yeah, what? I know. You gotta break. Whoa. You kind of uh, break your hearts in a little bit with yeah. <laughs> with jingle bells. Yeah, yeah. I think it's fun. It's like I said. It's yeah. it's. I think you nailed it. It's beautiful in the beginning, and you wish they did a version of that. But you can't help but laugh and smile yeah. a little bit. The only part I don't like is the very ending where he like oh. jokey yeah. to serious yeah back to jokey I'm like, yeah just, just, just kind of go one or the other yeah. yeah yeah i agree i think that you know again um i think kids would like that funny because they do the batman's jingle bells batman smells thing so yeah. hopefully kids you know maybe there's something there for them but i think as a whole this is an album you could put on around the whole family and be, be enjoyable uh, yeah. but this song is in particular is like yeah it's definitely a bit of a jokey thing and it's, it's whatever it's fine it's yeah. fun if they if they split it up i would 100 percent be putting this on all my yes playlists. yes i completely but agree you can't put this on for the family when yeah <laughs> especially when it's in the middle of a bunch of normal classic songs yeah. and you throw this and they're like jd god like, seriously what? man can you just not do that for once not put this weird crap on our playlist like, but no <laughs> it's me <laughs> how do you not expect this by now <laughs> All right, let's move uh, to the next song, Green Christmas. Icicles on each trough, some tinsel on the tree, but it's a green Christmas for me. Couple skating on the pond, making angels on the lawn. So this was originally on the Grinch sound, how the Grinch stole Christmas soundtrack in yeah. 2000. Didn't realize that. Um, thoughts? Yeah, originally for the I don't know I, I like it. It's yeah I like the uh, the when they are talking about closing or I don't want to hear that anymore from the uh-huh. carolers and they do the effect where they like they have the carolers and then they slam Cut, the right. door and then the carolers <laughs> get quieter. I yeah. like that effect. Yeah. I think that's kind of funny. But yeah, I don't know. It's a good one. It's, yeah, 
Well, this to me, weirdly enough, um, my wife and my sister and mom went uh, uh, shopping yesterday downtown Holland. You know, yep. all safe, gloves, masks, everything. Holland's doing a great job of it. They did a great job of it. Um, but she said PPE she walked PPE to the nines. PPE to the nines, <laughs> and she walked into a store and they were playing the song. Um, which oh. is not the song on this album that I know. There's there's one or two that I do hear out in the world, um, but I've never heard this out in the world. Out in the wild. I like this song. I think it's um, it feels like a more straightforward Christmas song than the one we just. It's not jokey, Agreed. right? Like it's yeah. just you could hear this in the store and it would sound like a Christmas song. Um, but I agree. Yeah, I, you could hear this outside and not be like, oh, this is very grinchy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Which there's, is good. Which is what you want with with most being yeah. out. Yeah. Well, um, given that it was made for the Grinch album, I was happy that it yeah. wasn't like overtly like, all right, well, I don't. Like. Oh shit, man! I want to go back a little bit. Um, all right. Not, and I'm not cutting this, but like, oh, let's finish the song first. I like it. I like it's it. It's good. I like that it's an original song. I like the mood. It sounds. It feels Christmassy. Um, doesn't blow me away, but I dig it. Agreed. Okay, sorry. So I want to go back because there was something else in that Stephen Page interview that was really interesting to me. Um, that I think really, uh, really defined how I feel about this band in a really interesting way. So let me, pardon me while I try to scroll down a little bit. Um, yeah, I'll pardon your French. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Pardon my, pardon my French. Um, he, so he was talking about just the breakup, um, of the band. Steve was talking about, this is back to the Ottawa Herald interview. Talking about the breakup of the band, Ottawa Citizen, sorry. And he says, um, that he what are you looking for you look like you're trying to grin while you're looking for something Damn it. you got glasses they're they're blue light glasses i just thought it'd be funny to throw glasses on nobody else it was really funny for me i like that a lot um, so so he was talking about the band being criticized as a whole and and he said um well, Page admits that he's terrified to be venturing out on his own. He's also relieved to be away from a band that he feels was often unfairly stigmatized. And Steve says, the fun, goofy, quirky thing we did, we did really well. But we are also really proud of the songcraft and the range of emotions and ideas that we explored. I think diehard fans understood, but casual observers didn't give us a lot of opportunities to express those things. We felt like a lot of what we did that was really good didn't get the attention it merited. One particular attack from a critic packed a sting that Page still feels today. And Page recalls, this guy said, the only thing worse than a comedy band are a comedy band's serious songs. And, he, and I Ugh. thought, oh, God, that hurts. <clears throat> um, and so yeah. then he goes on uh, one more paragraph. He goes, a lot of my favorite artists, whether it's Leonard Cohen or Tom Waits or Elvis Costello, they all have a sense of humor in their music, even though they're not necessarily known as humorous. But they have moments of levity and black humor, and I feel like I have to explore more of that. Not that I'm on their level, but the, the place that they come from is a place I identify with. Um and just, I think that idea, I think that's how a lot of people think of Bare Naked Ladies as a comedy band with some serious songs. Like, isn't the casual listeners? Yeah, I the think, big, the one, they know one week and yep, a million dollars, which yep. are both yeah. more on that funny side. And I think if you go down just one level, even to songs yeah. like The Old Apartment, into songs Wilson. like Brian Wilson, Pinch Me, yeah. um, they're known as the fast talkie, or, you know, but then again, you know, their next big hit after those, Big Bang Theory, yeah. which is a theme song, and it kind of does that again. And it's great. I love the Big Bang Theory theme. But it was just a really succinct way of putting it where I feel like a lot of people think of BNL as a comedy band or a, a gimmicky band yeah. with some serious songs. And um, but like yeah, you said, they, they explore this whole they explore the whole range of emotion. Yeah. And um, for us, this like oh, the stuff gosh, that really sorry. stands out is when they do do the serious stuff because mm -hmm. they do it so well. 
and they do it with that levity and black humor like you know you're you're dealing with really serious topics yeah with interesting wordplay or with interesting ways of expressing that yeah or like we've talked about so many times like where it's really dark subject matter and the song's upbeat yeah exactly exactly and yeah so i just i i i remember reading that and going like that just feels very uh, it's such a succinct way of putting it. Yes, a succinct way of putting how the casual listener feels to them. Um, maybe why they don't get that second layer is because people write them off, which is, which is yeah. unfortunate. Um, but also sure maybe is. a bit of a, and maybe that's a why damn shame. <laughs> well, people are missing out. But again, I you know, I, not to be critical, but I think when you have a band name that is Bare Naked Ladies <laughs> and your top true. songs are really silly like that. Um, I don't think Steve was saying this, but I also think it's it can't be surprising when people don't go no. to that next layer. But you wonder if they you wonder if they think about it and not regret, but wonder if mm-hmm. things would have been different if they would have started out like had a different name. Right. Because they right. started off with so many of the silly like they. Yeah. I don't remember the name of the band, but they did the tour with that really jokey band mm-hmm. right from mm-hmm. the get go. And they. So if they would have like started things off a little differently, would it have? Yeah, would it have? But I, but then you also start to wonder would that have made them who they are? Like would right. they, you know, oh, and, and I think agreed. that's that's the agreed. problem, right? Is that because yeah. you're totally? I, I completely agree. But the it's problem another is, what if? It's a lot of right, exactly. What if they just changed the band name? What yeah. if everything else was the exact same? Would that have made a difference? What if they went, let, you know, yeah. led with a different single? The fully you know? clothed ladies. Right. <laughs> Just close <laughs> gentlemen with coats, <laughs> like you know, something that just doesn't really even say bare naked ladies. Or what if it was the partially naked ladies, <laughs> <laughs> the mild ladies? Yeah. So you know, it's just it's interesting to think about, and I think um, it's a two way street, right? Like, yeah, it's unfair that people don't give them the time of day because if they dive down, right? As we, this is the reason we're doing this podcast is because we think they're brilliant yeah um but they but also probably wouldn't be where they are today if they weren't called bare naked ladies and didn't have that silly stuff and uh, but it was just it was interesting yeah i remember i wanted to bring that up while i was thinking because yeah. i think it really defines how i feel about the band is that they explore the whole range of emotions and they do it really well um in ways that other bands just don't yeah. for me but wholeheartedly agree so back to christmas um i saw three ships i saw three ships come sailing in on christmas day on christmas day i saw three ships come sailing in on christmas day in the morning all the bells on a <laughs> it's good man it's real it's good so good yeah i don't know why i really like this one it's great yeah it's really good i like the round that they do mm-hmm. i love the ukulele not the ukulele sorry the um well it might be you it might be mandolin i thought it was a mandolin oh, yeah. but um the euchre the mandolin i think the i guess you could say the instrumentation oh it was mandolin um sounds great i yeah. love the, i just i love a mandolin and i think it works for that song this is good yeah, I, I listened to this song like six times on my drive over here because uh-huh. I, I kept I kept getting distracted and I'd be like, all right, there's does this song have everybody? It starts off with Kev, then mm-hmm. uh, Steve, then mm-hmm. Ed, mm-hmm. and then I think it does one together. But by the end, I'd always be like, oh shit, I, I stopped <laughs> counting. And then I started over like Kev. I don't Steve. think you hear Jim or Jim no, or Ty. You, don't Jim or Ty do okay. not make an appearance. Okay, right? but I think they're I think the last because it's like a one chorus all one chorus all right yeah yeah and i think the last one is all of them together and then all into the chorus gotcha okay so i okay. wonder why it didn't go to jim yeah didn't feel like but it like, oh, you guys do your, thing. I, do your thing i like it yeah, yeah it's good what about it's you good. no i feel the same i same. again this is one of those where it's a straightforward kind of interpretation yeah of a classic song and i love it i again yeah. this is where it's like 
it's it's a good song being played by one of my favorite bands. So like, a, and it's it's yeah. yeah, it's great. Dig it. Yeah, they're not experimenting with anything that's like doesn't right. work. So it's, right, yeah, it's just good. yeah, exactly. That's a good point. Nothing that they're trying doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So let's move on to the next one, which is Hanukkah Blessing. I remember being weirded out because while I was into BNL, this was released on Rock Band. And I remember being like, this was released on Rock Band? Exactly. Yeah. Yes, it was released on Rock Band. And I remember buying it because it was like a download and I played it. And I was just yeah. like, of all the B&L songs, I think it was because there aren't very many Hanukkah songs in yeah. full stop. So like, let's get the, you know, at least that's an original B&L song. Or sorry, original Hanukkah song. Yep. Um, so I do like it. I, I really do like, you know, I'm not Jewish, but I like to hear a bunch of Hanukkah songs because you just don't hear that very often. I mean, yeah. I'm sure there is a, a culture of it, but, you know, as a, you know, white Christian West Michigan <laughs> brach, you yeah. know, you just, you're not exposed to that. Bruh. So it's, it is really cool. And I, and I do like that it's an original one. I like that Steve wrote a Hanukkah song. Yeah. Um, it's the second original. I yeah. really, I, I agree. I really like that they have not only one, but three Hanukkah yeah. songs on this. Yeah. I feel like that's really cool. Mm-hmm. They were doing happy holidays before it was cool. Before <laughs> it was against PC bullshit. <laughs> um, I like it. But yeah, I, I like it. I like the jangly sound. I don't know much about Hanukkah. Right. But. Um, I really enjoy this song. Well, and it's and again, I not, I think we'll probably use this phrase a lot today, but it's straightforward. Yeah, it, it's it is a it's it is without gimmick, and yeah. and it works. It's good. It's a good song. Yeah, I feel like I could put this in my Christmas playlist. Yeah, I think yeah, I think you should honestly. And, I think you should do that right now. Well, then I have to open Spotify. Well, okay, but do it after. Yeah, just make sure you do it. It's going in. Let's move to Oh Holy Night. You know, you go ahead. I feel like we have the same facial expressions I right wa- now. So. I wonder why they chose to do the instrumentals like this. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it just feels like a curious choice to me. I, agree. I skip if if I'm going to skip anything, I always skip all the instrumentals. Yeah, I told I, I except for maybe Carol the Bells when we get to that. Mm-hmm. But there's a 20 song album. Yeah, and there's they could have taken all of them out and been at 13. So why? I'm sorry. Is it me talking right now or are you talking? Because you're talking about shortening the album. But no, I so I'm saying why either take it out, yeah, or actually do it. This I don't understand why they I totally agree. Why they thought it was necessary to put it in. I agree. But only do the instrumental. Yep. So I wouldn't mind it. it And not even full, you know, with the exception of of Carol Carol um Carol for the Bells. Carol Carol the Bells. Bells. Right. They're like a minute long. You got minute seven, minute nine. 59 seconds, 32 seconds, 40. So it's like, as a whole, I completely agree. Like, it's just, it just doesn't, it doesn't feel like it serves a purpose to me. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's maybe a, a rude way of putting it, but it just doesn't feel like it does anything and needs to be there. Completely agree. And I, I, and I will go so far as that I'll skip them every time. I don't. Yeah. Because it feels like, you know, an eight track almost sort of a thing where it's like, yeah. or like a, Hey, look what I can make on garage band sort of a thing. And I just don't, I just don't care for it. Yeah, I just I I would like to know why they decided to, the to do it. Add it to the interview list. I think we and I, frankly, I think yeah. when we when when we interview one of them, we bring it with this tone. 
Listen, guys. What the hell were you thinking? Like, what, 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 like <laughs> why would you do something so stupid? <laughs> just kidding. We like them. Um, yeah, I, I think that's what comes down to for me. It just seems pointless. So remind me again what our full interview list is. Number for, one, with yeah. a bullet. What is a hair shirt? Yeah, what is a hair shirt? <laughs> Which has kind of been answered <laughs> to us on, on Reddit, but still going in there. We need to hear it from the source. Yep. Um, number two... How did the recording one song new tradition start? Okay, so an actual question. Yep. Uh, number three, would you ever consider doing a deep cuts only tour? I feel like that's a question where, like, if we actually ever asked it that, we'd regret it later because we'd listen back and go, boy, do we sound like sh- stupid fanboys. Absolutely agree. Do you, know, do you know what I mean, though? Where it's like, <laughs> will you do it for the fans? Well, you know, like, it just feels. Yeah. I don't want to be. Yeah. But we'll, we'll put it. We'll okay. keep it on the list for now. We'll yeah. keep it on the list. Uh, number four, why are there so many instrumentals on the holiday? <laughs> Album. Oh man, why won't they interview with us? Why won't they return our emails and our Instagram messages with yeah. questions like that? It's going to be an ace interview. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to um, Elf's Lament. Yeah, with the Christmas man himself. What, who's, it sounds like there's an extra voice in that song. Who is that in there? Who is it in there? Let me Wait look a second. My drink. <laughs> it's Michael Bublé. <laughs> it's the man himself. It is the Christmas the man one, himself. <laughs> the one and only Michael Bublé. Yeah. Oh. It's, I don't think it's necessarily fair, but I see Michael Bublé as the Christmas guy. Yeah. And so it feels right to have him in here. Like, does he even have non-Christmas albums? So he, he's an interesting one because I he feel like to, he and... But. Well, yeah, but like, but I do feel like he and, and um, generally, I think it's him and Josh Groban. Oh, Beautiful yeah. voices, but they are they don't normally, like, release their own albums. Like, obviously, well, they release, you know, an album by Michael Buble, but it's not normally, like, an album of originals. It's, like, a lot of traditional covers. And, you yeah. know, they'll do a Christmas album and they'll do other, you know, albums. And um, But I agree. I generally – and it is weird to me that, like, off – not off the record the buble bit with the bubblies was just a natural thing that happened yeah and it all progressed to michael buble actually being on the song we're peeking the only thing that can happen next is for buble to actually be on the podcast which i would die i almost want it to happen more than any of the members of bare naked ladies i think it would just be amazing to have buble it would be so cool he does do a lot of there's this oh fuck what's although that? we just missed it. this Hold would on. be the episode to have him on let me call jeanette because i have to ask her uh about something real quick She's downstairs, by the way, but I'm going to ask her something. Hey, yo. She also might be holding babies. Hi. Oh, hey. Um, what is the Christmas song? What's the actual song where the girls all go, Merry Christmas, Mr. Buble? I think it's his version of Jingle Bells. It's Jingle Bells. Okay. I think so. Is that the same one where he like Oof. sings all the words out of phrase? Yes. Okay. That's all. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. I, as a whole, I've come to love Michael Buble mainly because of this podcast, but mm-hmm. he does a version of Jingle Blingle Blouse. Jingle Blouse. That is so fucking creepy in the beginning here. This isn't, this is, this is an advertisement. Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we're talking about, people. Come on, Apple. Why won't Apple sponsor us? Um, I'm just going to not play that because we don't need to hear that. Although I haven't thought about getting into well, it. Let's just cut the whole ad right. out. And Here we go. It. Here we go. Merry Christmas, ladies. Merry Christmas, Mr. Buble. 
Oh, oh every time it just makes me cringe, man. Uh, Merry, so that's like a bit in our house. Merry Christmas, that feels Mr. Like, that feels like a madman, like yeah, Draper's does. walking into the into the ground floor of the building. Merry Christmas, ladies. Merry and Christmas, there's just Mr. like Draper. a group of random women With sitting. Tight clan. Merry yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Wearing like, just like the tight elf outfits. Yeah. And and he also has a thing that that he does in his Christmas music generally where he'll like uh he won't sing the song, the, the lyrics in cadence. So he'll be like, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what <laughs> yeah. fun it is to ride. And I'm like, just fucking sing the song the way it's supposed to be sung. Like, it's not him that only does it exclusively, but I, it's a pet peeve of mine where they're like, they kind of have that look of like, they're holding it. Yeah. In and, a one horse open sleigh. It yeah, it's just, I, he just does it. It's just his way of singing. Jingle. All the way. It's like no, it's jingle all the way. Like, um, God damn it! <laughs> but it is fun. It is fun to see him pop up here, and it's it and is. what's interesting is that I it was apparently at the time he wasn't really that famous. He was in the beginning of rising up, of being famous, according to everything I that I've Canada. read. Canada, <laughs> am I right? Um, but yeah, no, he he That's was cool. not because uh, the way that it's been phrased on on here is um, a little known. At the time, a little known buble. A little known buble. <laughs> you a little bit of buble. It was still mostly Lacroix at that point. <laughs> right? No, buble was not famous. Relatively unknown buble. Yeah. Okay. Um, but you know, well, like cool. we said, Canada. Well, I'm sure he's actually. Yeah. yeah, he's Canadian. He's from Burnaby. Yeah. Burnaby. It almost sounds Australian. I should stop. Um, so what I, do you think about the song? <laughs> I really actually like it a lot. I do I, too. I think it's, I think it could totally. I think we could dive into the lyrics a little bit, but yeah. Yeah. First, I mean, let's do that. Let's do that. Yeah. As a whole, I think it's great that they're doing a song from the point of view of the elves. I think that's huh. clever. I think it's funny and yep. I think it works. Yeah. The whole package. I think this is where their originals start to shine mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. that you can see that the originals are the one that's standing out. Yes five songs in and you see that like the three Green, originals yeah. are yeah yeah um and what's scary this is being really predictive but like if someone just put this on you know and then they get to track four which is a hanukkah song okay and they got to track five they go okay this is weird and they like there's a chance that people turn it off after that weird interlude and then they miss this and yeah. that would be a bummer if they missed this song i know and if you take the lyrics out it mm-hmm. feels like a very classic christmas song <laughs> Like it's yeah, got yeah. like a more poppy Christmas yes. classic, but a more poppy and it feels it, it like it just it sounds like a Christmas elements. song. Yeah. And then you look into the lyrics and I laugh so hard. I like, how do they come up I just, with I, elves rising up against Santa? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think as a whole, this is just a great, I know we talk about how, how BNL, like, yeah. you know, outside of like the deep things that they do on their studio albums. This is a great representation of what this band can do. Yeah. Where they can be really melodic. It's a great chorus. It's a great song musically. Yep. And then they take a weird concept and there's so much clever wordplay in the yeah. song. And it just flows so uh, it's so great. Yeah. It's great. I love I, the illegal doping. Like I'm like <laughs> right. which I laugh and then I'm like, wait, but why? <laughs> like right. right. Who's doping them? <laughs> Are they suggesting Santa is drugging them? <laughs> because that's the only scenario in the context yeah. of this song that makes sense Absurd to though it may seem, you know, I've heard there's even been illegal doping. And though we're coping, I just hope it's not contagious. Maybe it's maybe it's more there are there are certain elves that are doing it because 
they want to to get an edge to, to get an edge with the toy making. Better? I I think because they're the ones that are <laughs> I think as a whole, like one of the standout lines to me too is just the first line of the chorus, which is "I make toys, but I've got aspirations." That is so. It's good. hilarious to me, just that whole concept. Uh, but it's um, it's just it's really good. Yeah, it's really funny. I really like the end where they do the round. They, yes, yes. They I end agree. it with Buble, Steve, Ed. Yeah. The naughty or nice book instead yeah. of the price to an elf. Yeah. It's so good. It really, really is. This is a great song. And this is one where I feel like, again, I, I'm obviously biased. This this could have been, a, should have been a minor classic in the Christmas realm. Yeah. I think this could be on at Kohl's <laughs> or this could be on at Target. Yeah. And it would be, it would work. It's funny. I don't know if this is my favorite, but I think it may be the Agreed. best. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Oh, that's fair. Okay. That's fair. I think it. I think yeah. If you take one song from this to try to push it, this would be yeah. a fun one to do. Yeah. Or, yeah, it, yeah. It's it's certainly the best showcase of what they can do. A full indentured servitude can reflect on I one's know. attitude, <laughs> but that silly red hat just makes the fat man look outrageous. It's just it's so good. Uh, I, I like love that. Like, um, we know that we've got leverage, so we'll hand the fat man a beverage <laughs> and sit back while we attack the utter lack of our enjoyment. Like. <laughs> Damn. And then they basically like go on to threaten like, well, if he doesn't do anything, he's going to see a lack of toys. <laughs> I just, it's a whole, it's a whole world that I would love to explore. And like I would a film. love an Elf's Lament movie. <laughs> That's all about. Honestly though, they could totally do that. The working <laughs> class rising up against Santa. <laughs> I really like this song. This is a great one. Um, what comes next though? So Snowman is next. Snowman. Lullabies, I melt away. Criticized, compromised, white turns to gray. I'm paralyzed, otherwise, I'd leave. I think it's good. I like it. I really like the ambience that this one makes. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have too many specific comments, but I. Yeah. I like it. I enjoy it. It's. A bit of a downer, but mm-hmm. it yeah, I think it's a good mood. Three things, I agree. It's good. Yeah, it's not great. It kind of for me gets a little yeah. bit lost. Um, number two, I've noticed, and we'll get to this down down the ways a bit. It's interesting to me that most of Ed's original Christmas songs are like downers. Like as we go, if you think about it, Green Christmas is upbeat but grinchy. Yeah, um, Elf's Lament is anti-christmas in a hilarious way <laughs> this is kind of just a downer in terms of the musicianship yeah. or like you know the mood and then even footprints. um footprints is kind of a sad like they're not like uplifting christmas songs they're just kind of sad ones um uh which is whatever and then my mom this is my there's two texts from my mom cleaning and found mythbuster video set do you still oh, want or wow. should we donate and then just to make sure i understood what she was talking about she sent me a photo of the mythbuster dvd set which I should probably keep. Yeah. Because I love Mythbusters. That's a keep. Yeah, it's a keep. Might never watch it again, but it's a keep. Um, and then thirdly, um, what was my third point with this song? Um, oh, I think... Shit. I Downers. It's Downer. Um, just okay. It's just okay. There was a third one, of course, but... Oh, yeah. So all of their original Christmas songs on the album, whether I like them or not... You have a piece of glitter on Do I really? <laughs> <laughs> no, but okay, it's hold on, firmly let me, there. Let me... <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's like not even I don't subtle. know where that came from. <laughs> what the fuck? Is, okay, there we go. 
that was like it wasn't like a little it was a big speck of glitter um uh it's so whether i like the christmas songs or not what's interesting is they all sound <laughs> wait hold on and then she said and any of this xbox stuff and then just a fucking box of chords <laughs> that looks like a wee motion a, center no, it, yep. sensor in there no it's the three oh yeah there's the wee motion sensor there's an atari <laughs> thing that i got my dad for christmas one year there's some AV cables, and then there's a 360 motion sensor. LOL, no to the random cables. But but yes to Mythbusters, please. Mythbusters, please. And then I'll say, we're recording... Whoops, not recoding. We're not that smart. Recording the podcast. Wow. You are making it on the app. And she said, ugh, sorry. I'm like, well, it's too late now. Um... So it's just interesting that all of their original Christmas songs sound like Christmas songs. Like mm-hmm. they all sound Christmassy. Yeah. The, the, the t- I mean, and I'm going down to like literally the tones on the guitars, yep. the, the brushes oh, yeah. instead of drumsticks. And when you listen to it, you go, that's a Christmas song. But like as a musician, I don't know if I would be, and I'm, this is more of a hit on me. I don't know if I could do that. And I could go and write a Christmas song that obviously, you go, okay, we'll put some jingle bells in there or we'll put, like I said, we'll use brushes or we'll do this. But like the chords, the structure of the songs, they all sound Christmassy. And I just, I they don't really know. do. Yeah. I don't know how they do that, but it's interesting. Cause I, yeah, Snowman to me is maybe it falls a little flat, but it sounds like a Christmas song. Yeah. I think that's fair. Um, should we just go on then? Yeah. The next one is, do they know it's do Christmas? Do they know it's Christmas? Do they? I don't know. Do they? Do they? No rain or river flows. Do they know it's Christmas time at all? All right. Here's all the vocalists on the original version. Uh, from we got Cool Robert Cool Bell from Cool and the Gang. Ba- I'm not going to do this individually. Basically, all of you two Bonobo is there. Pete Burkett from the Boomtown Rats. Phil Collins uh, from Genesis. I don't know if you've heard of Phil Collins. Uh, let's see. Mm-hmm. Simon Cr- uh, Bananarama. All Bananarama's there. Heaven yeah. Seven. Spando Ballet. They're all Bowie. there. Duran Duran. I'm not there yet. Well, um, my George list Michael is up at the top. It's Lamb. alphabetical. I don't know what order mine's in. Um, Paul Young. Paul Weller is on there. I actually don't even see Bowie on this. Who the hell is Heaven 17? That's a good question, right? Um, anyway, like I think the way additional spoken messages on B side, there's David Bowie, Paul McCartney. Okay. Um, yeah, I think what we just said, sting, you got sting and Phil Collins on one song. You've got a hit on your hands, my Mm -hmm. friend. Um, and status quo. (laughs) Um, no, I think you, you just said this off, off camera or off. I during the song off mic. It's, it's, we are the world for Christmas is what it originally is. And part of that, it's a good song and whatever. It almost feels a little gimmicky to do it. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I like I like the music of it. Yeah, I feel like Ed has one of the verses that like really I don't remember yeah. where it is, but I I really like it. Mm-hmm. The lyrics themselves, it's like I don't know. I I can't. And we can't hit B and L for that, but the song as a whole, it's weird. Yeah, it's like it is, it's yeah. like it's in two halves. Yep. Of like one yep. where it's just Christmas, and then the next is charity. And I know that this song raised millions for charity, and like they donate B and L donated right. their portions of charity, but but it it feels like the because Christianity is not the main religion in Africa, mm-hmm. right? Or at least maybe wasn't. I don't know. At the, I don't know at this point. Top, but it feels like that's what they're getting Africa. at to me with the. Do they even know it's Christmas time? Because it's sure. it's like a 
it feels to me like it's either we'll do a charity thing for them or do a religious thing for them. Don't make it both. It's like a weird overlap. I, I guess that's that's of, interesting. I never heard it as religious more so as just like the idea of Christmas time as a whole. Like, do they even know that it's a time of cheer and celebration right now? Because do they even get to have that break in that's third fair. world Africa? Yeah. You know, I don't know. I just, it, I, I still think it, like we were saying, it kind of goes back to just feeling really like just kind of gimmicky and like a pat yourself on the back sort of thing. Yeah. But at the same time, it, I mean, it, it yeah. raised, it was a great thing to do at the time. It raised a lot of money. I don't Absolutely. know if they needed yeah, to not cover trying to take it. away anything of that. Right. No, yeah. I just, it feels like an interesting one to cover. Yeah. Um, and maybe a slightly unnecessary one, but then again, yeah. they also donated proceeds. So it's like, well, I don't know. Yeah. There won't be snow in Africa this Christmas time. Like, well, no shit. <laughs> That has nothing to do with how much money yeah. they have. That's that is Africa. Yeah. <laughs> I do really like Jim's version of the like when he comes in and says, "Well, well thank God it's yeah. not." Yeah, that it's I them do like that. Of you. But that's because I like Jim. Yeah. yeah, thank God it's them. And I think that is maybe one of the more hard hitting lines of the song Absolutely. as a yeah. whole. Um, but yeah, it just feels like an interesting one to, to cover, and maybe we should shut up about it because we seem to be we're like dissing it and then backtracking. Like it's really yeah. shitty. I, I know they did a lot of good, but. Yeah, <laughs> That's and I don't, maybe maybe my hits are like unwarranted or weird. No, I don't think they're I, unwarranted. It just I it, it just, just feels, feels disjointed. Yeah, yeah. Like the themes of the song don't line up. To, like, sure. Yeah. That's I fair. No, I think that is very fair though. Um, let's just move on to another Hanukkah song, a yeah. traditional one, if you will. Hanukkah, oh Hanukkah. Hanukkah, oh Hanukkah, come light the menorah. Let's have a party. We'll all dance the horror. Gather around the table. We'll give you a treat. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like a good. It's cool to hear a traditional Hanukkah song. It's cool to hear Steve sing. Yeah, I like period. super bouncy, bouncy. Yeah, yeah. It's just it is what it yeah. is. It's kind of short though, isn't it? A couple minutes long. A lot of these are short, and like you know, it's a twenty-one song album. I have Sixteen with a seconds. Track. Um, but it's because <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at my cut versions. For this. Um, yeah, it's good. I like it. I like it. Agreed. I don't really have much to say, but let's move on to yeah. um. God rest ye merry gentlemen slash we three kings with the dog lady. Star of wonder, star of night, star with royal beauty bright. Westward leading, still proceeding, guide us to that Sarah McLaughlin. Um, yes, the dog lady. Uh, I knew that this was recorded uh, like quite a few years before uh, the album came out. It was recorded in 96. Um, but one thing I just realized, saw that it was actually originally recorded backstage at WLT Plainfest. Um, which I, I wonder if that's, I wrote, it sounds like it's coming from an old timey radio. So that's I wonder probably if that why. has, yeah. Yeah. U.S. radio station WPLT. Um, they played it. That's where they played it. It's just interesting. Yeah, because you're right. It does feel like they did. They kind of did it real quick, you know. And I wonder if that has. It's like a super abrupt ending. I oh, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, why. yeah. The, the the big man himself was like, "What are you doing here?" The guy, yeah, no, not good, but it made more sense in my head. That's an interesting point. <laughs> <laughs> I had a I had an idea in my head. I did, did not commit enough to it, but no, it does have an abrupt ending. It does have a very sort of. When I say acoustic feel, I mean, like, you can hear the acoustics of the song yeah. being played, like, in right. the room that they're in. Yeah, that's – it makes a lot of sense. Um, it's kind of cool. I, I think it's – I mean, this is the one that I hear the most out in the world. 
I hear this song. At, okay. At, uh, like I said, at, at your Coles, at your Meyer, yeah. I hear this in standard holiday mixes because again, it's a straightforward. It's a really well that both all of their yeah. voices, um, Ed and Sarah, mainly really well. sound great. Um, yeah, it's 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 a nice it's a nice cover. Yeah. So do you think Buble felt left out after this? Well, seeing as how it, because it happened. Oh he, yeah, because it was this what? was before snack time, and McLaughlin was invited back for snack time, and he wasn't. You know what I think probably happened was they invited him back, and he was too busy selling recording Buble. Christmas. No, um, just drinking like... Bublés. He's got his Bublé room, um, his Bublé his Bublé bubble, if you will. That is true. And um, I think he was just too busy. Yeah. He couldn't get down from his Bublé throne to make it to the snack but time recording. That do- also doesn't make sense because. The song he would have been on was "What's Your Favorite Snack," where he could have just plugged the thing he was busy with. <laughs> Maybe that's why they cut it. Maybe he did come in and do it, and he's <laughs> like, favorite "My favorite snack, snack is, is buble. buble. It's a beautifully flavored with other natural flavors, sparkling water drink that you can find at your local stores. Get it now. No calories, no sweeteners, all smiles, buble." And, and they're, they're like, just like, "Damn it, Michael, we can't put this in." Yeah. So then they tried to do just him saying buble, and it just sounded awkward. And they're like, "We just we have to cut it. We can't put this crap sorry, in, the, in the in the songs." <laughs> I think that's probably honestly like real talk. That's probably what happened. Was he just did a basically a sales pitch for buble, and then uh, you know they had to be they had to cut yeah. it. They had to cut it. That's no, a good song. It's a good one. <laughs> I agree. And, and I like the transition between the two songs. It works really well between Garcia and, and We Three Kings. Yeah, and they kind of kind of go back to it. I think at the end, um, it's good. I like it. I like it a lot. Agreed. All right. So Rudolph is next. So it's whatever. Yeah. Same um, thing as Oh Holy Night. But what I was, yeah, I don't want to talk about it that, for that reason. Um, yeah. But I was looking at like the writer who wrote the song, you know, okay. his name is Johnny Marks. Johnny Marks sounds like a, like a Marvel character. Born 1909, died in 1985. Um, it was an American songwriter. He specialized in Christmas songs. He, this one dude wrote Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree, A Holly Jolly Christmas, Silver and Gold, I Heard the Bells on Christmas Day, and Run Rudolph Run. Wow. One dude wrote all of those hits. That is crazy to me. Like, that's just, that's just crazy. That one dude did all of that, I think. That's, um. That is insane. Uh, and that was the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was talk about a Christmas album full of originals. <laughs> <laughs> here's some ones that here are some ones that that um didn't make it as big. These are all songs that he wrote. It's an incomplete list. He wrote okay. "I Don't Want a Lot for Christmas." He wrote "When Santa Claus Gets Your Letter." And these are just ones that I've never heard, by the way. But I'm, yeah. it's interesting that which ones did and didn't catch on. Uh, an old fashioned Christmas. Man brings home the bread. Mama stays home and watches the kids. An old fashioned Christmas. Or is it a Christmas while drinking an old fashioned? Oh, I'd be I'd be okay with that. I like that Christmas. Um, everyone's a child at Christmas. Different than an old fashioned Christmas. <laughs> um, the Santa Claus Parade. A merry merry Christmas to you. Um, 1994. We are Santa's elves. Wow. 1964. There's always tomorrow. <laughs> Um, and then a bunch of other songs, but it's just interesting that one dude wrote all that shit. Anyway. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's just move on then. Yeah. Carol of the Bells. I heard something in there I had never heard before. It's either Jim playing the stand up bass really fast or it's Ed plucking the acoustic really fast. 
you hear like the dump dump like it's yeah i actually kind of like that um i just never heard that in the mix before but but hands down the best of the instrumental versions for me sure it's and it's longer it's like the full song it's a full it's a full three minutes i don't love this song in general it's probably i don't know if i'd say it's my least favorite christmas song but it is it is definitely one of my least favorite as a whole okay um i just it, it feels like it's a weird tone for christmas yeah it just it feels like ominous and i'm like i don't want to feel ominous on christmas um and then of course being a teenager that. when we were teenagers i remember the um uh family guy parody of it the ding fries are done ding fries are done ding fries are done as like oh. a mcdonald's or burger king thing i always get that in my head but um i don't remember that at all oh, well there, i don't know <laughs> you ever watch family? i had a friend who no. watched family guy that wasn't i knew you. a lot of people that in college that watched family oh, and, guy simpson yeah. south park yeah all those we were never big into those animated ones though no. which as a, as a whole is i'm not trying well, to my, genre it what's yeah, that my parents never let us watch it well i do honestly though i by the time I remember, by the time it got to where i was like allowed to you I didn't just really care to yeah i think i got away with it every once i'm watching family guy specifically but i think i was watching it out of not obligation but because everybody else was yeah. the same reason i watched game of thrones i was like i feel like i'm supposed to watch this right yeah. now and i just um yeah, family yeah, guy I just didn't really it, but yeah oh I'm sure right i remember <laughs> i stayed the night at um uh, i remember one time i stayed the night at mike sunday's house yep. and i watched my first rated r movie and it was team america world police which was like the guys from South Park doing like the puppets and shit. Yeah. And I just like, I don't remember loving the movie. I just remember being like, oh, I was like 13 or 14 and we're watching an R rated movie. My parents don't know. And I feel like Family Guy was a lot of that for me. Just like, yeah. Sneak, you know, I don't know. It's, um, but no, I, the, the, it's just such a weird tone for me. And, um, so yeah, I think it's I maybe that. the most fleshed out for sure of the weird interlude ones. Yeah. And I do like that, I said, I like that guitar that I was just hearing. And I like their voices being in it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's whatever. Um, anything else for this one, you think? Or? No, I think let's just move on to footprints. Footprints, As footprints disappear. Snow racing, how I came to be here. I've got nowhere else to go. Now you're standing. Really good. Mm-hmm. I love this one. I agree. I think it's everything I want from a Christmas song. Yep. This is exactly what I was talking about earlier, where this song makes me feel like it's being sung with a piano by a fireplace. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. It sets a, it sets a really good mood. Yeah. I, I I agree with everything. I think this is, it again, that's what I was talking earlier about, how it feels like a Christmas song. It doesn't feel like a regular, like how mm-hmm. you could just, from the Genesis, create a Christmas song down to the guitar tones just like the tone yeah. they have in that electric just yeah, sounds the, like a christmas song da, 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 da. yeah it just yeah i don't know i i agree though i really like it i think it's a little sad uh, yeah um, lyrically it now, is lyrically <laughs> said, i would i will say i'm a Agreed. little bit confused about one part lyrically so as a whole the song seems to be about kind of maybe a breakup or a separation right before christmas and kind of being yeah. left out of that and you know i think the refer not the refrain but the common repeated looking phrase. for understanding yeah yeah um, uh, and I'm standing out in the snow, but the, the last few lines really, um, kind of just confused me because it says it's almost Christmas Eve. I'm surrounded with the sound of laughter to give is better to deceive than to deceive for. I received a happy ever after. I don't think that that's that, but it's, yeah. it sounds like, it. um, you might have left me in the cold, a fitting end for the fool that I was 
but you'd be cuddled up alone and I'd still be standing in the snow. So what's confusing about that to me is just the tenses of everything. Because it says, you yeah, might have left me in the cold. like they could end up together because it's like the opposite. Yeah. Well, because it says, you yeah. You would have been alone you, and I'd yeah. still be standing Exactly. Here. That's what's confusing to me is because it all seems like the song up to that point is like, this is what's happening now. Yeah. And then he says, you might have left me in the cold, a fitting end for the fool that I was, but you'd be cuddled up alone and I'd still be standing in the snow. Okay. So maybe, Okay. I think she welcomed him in. I think that's what it is. Yeah. I think I think all everything up to this point is still sad. You know, they're break. They're maybe breaking up. They're having a rough patch. But yeah. I think at the end, she lets him into the house. And maybe I don't yeah. think it's like she locked him out and was like, "No, Ed, no, you don't get but to come he, inside." He showed up. He showed up, and, and she, she let him in. And yeah. and maybe because yeah, okay, well there we go. We just figured yeah. something out like that. Maybe Look at us. Her. I love the like snow racing. How I came to be here. Yeah. That's a good oh, one. and it, it's it's like the cle- again, it's clever BNL lyricism. Oh yeah, it is. Um, put in the context of Christmas. Yeah, I really like this song a lot. I agree. Yeah, I don't have anything else, so let's move on to Deck the Stills. Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. All right, you got it. Don't play the whole thing. Don't play all thirty-two seconds. No, I had a thirteen-second. Oh, okay, good. Sorry. Yeah. I read yeah. that this was an inside joke in the band where that like when they were writing or recording and they couldn't think of words they would put they'd say Crosby Stills Nash uh, and Young. Okay. But again, it's such an inside joke and it's such a gimmicky little. Now yeah, they say my son's wrote, name. I, I don't get know the any joke, other... but I'm glad it's super short. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And again, I'd skip it. I'd yeah. skip it. Oh, for they, sure. They mention my son in this song though, over That's and over and over. Pretty they go sweet. Crosby Stills. They say Nash, like they're calling to him, and then they yeah. they bring Young back into it. They must have, yeah. But uh, but yeah, it's just like. It's fine. It's gimmicky. It's whatever. It's fine. It's gimmicky. It's whatever. Yeah. Bare naked for the holidays. Available now. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Part of that's a really good tagline for like could have been a. Oh, uh, what a bit do we downer got? to actually sell it, but. Right. <laughs> um, so Christmas time. Oh, oh yeah. I think I see the children down the street. Here they come, care. Now I can hear them. They sing. Oh. You want to go first? Yeah, I like this one a lot. I think the oh yeahs there at the end can be a little jarring, maybe a bit. But I, I think it's one of those, you know, you look at Kevin's lyrics and I think they're very, um, very, so I wouldn't say typical. Well, no, I'd say they're typical Kev because you've got a whole thing about, you know, Mr. Johnson bought a Christmas tree, set it up with their fan. Like it just, you know, very kind of literal lyrics, you know, but I think it works so well here. And I love the, I love those first couple of lines, the way Kev's voice kind of falls into the song. Excuse me. Um, I like how Jimmy got a box of Frosty Flakes. <laughs> but it's just, it, it, it's almost kind of yeah. dozzy because, you know, Jimmy got a box of Frosty Flakes. He knows that there's a special little prize inside. What a happy moment. And how Dawes, you know, is a lot of just kind of images of scenes that are being set. And I, I yeah. think this sets kind of like you said uh, about, um, uh, I think it was about footprints you were talking about. Uh, it's, it feels like Christmas night, uh, you know, yeah. like the, the Christmas Eve night. And I, I really appreciate that. I absolutely agree. I don't, I agree though. Like the one criticism I would have mm-hmm. and I don't necessarily dislike, but it feels like the, the bulk of the song and then the, mm-hmm. Oh yes. With like the carolers. Yeah. Don't mix as well as I want. Sure. Yeah. It does feel very abrupt. Yeah. 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 But, but I like I, it a lot. I like it. I yeah. think it works. Good on you, Kev. All right. What's next? 
sleigh ride? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was a good break. That was good. I know, right? <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, it's mostly the same as the other. I think objectively, it's one of the most annoying in the album. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I occasionally, agree. I also can't help but smile and sing along. Yeah, yeah. If if you're in the right mood when it yeah. hits, it hits well. But uh, yeah, otherwise you're yeah. like this is driving. Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I have nothing else to add to it. It's another gimmicky, another gimmicky bit. It's funny. Yeah. It's whatever. It's agreed. I w- so then, I would skip it and leave it off mixes. Yeah, but it's funny. So the next one is Christmas, Christmas picks. Wait for it. Hold still. Wait for the click. We're in this year's Christmas. This year's Christmas. This year's Christmas. I just, I honestly, I feel like this, this whole song is everyone sitting in a room having a Christmas meal. Jim saunters into the room in like a robe with a pipe, sings the song, and then finishes the song, and then leaves the room. It's just like honestly, <laughs> I, I feel like I was thinking this song has such a swanky vibe, and yeah. I was imagining going into like an underground bar and Jim yeah, just sitting exactly. in the corner with with yeah. his stand up bass and nothing else, and just this is Christmas. <laughs> it's such a mood. It's so like, oh hello there, welcome. I'm Jim. Let me sing you a song. This is Christmas. It's good. I like it. Yeah. Um. It's. I like it for what it is. I guess you know. I. Yeah. It does feel Christmassy, but it does feel swanky. That's again a great word for it. <laughs> I don't know how much airplay this would get outside of zero. Being out, you know, households. But I. I like it a lot. It's fun. Yeah. It's really fun. Um. And I like hearing Jim's voice. I've really. If there's one thing I've learned this year on this podcast mm-hmm. is that I like Jim's songs way more than I thought I did. And yeah. I like his, I think he's got a great voice. So I, I love this song. Absolutely. Especially agree. on this song. Yeah. It's a good one. It's funny to me how Kevin and Jim have voices that feel like some songs that they do, mm-hmm. whatever the music behind it fits so well with their voices. And mm-hmm. they both have like a tone of voice that has a style of music that you're yeah. like, whoa, that, right. like, it, it, that fits it, like a yeah. glove. Mm-hmm. And it's. It's also good in other stuff. Like yeah. a lot of their other stuff is great, but when it sticks out, when the yes. music matches, you're like, like think Whoa, of a, think Jim. of a whole album of of songs in this tone for Jim. Yeah. Like a whole like um yeah like a underground bar scene. Yeah, of like oh yeah clubs. There's <laughs> a lot of scat on there, you know. Yeah, yeah. like like a Gus from Psych type DJ. Yes. Like, <laughs> By the way, I've been so I've been watching uh, West Wing. Like that's what I'm going yeah. through right now, and I, I absolutely love it. But Dulé Hill plays a main role in that show. But what's funny is that there are other psych actors that come up in it, like um, uh, oh Corbin Burnson, who plays mm-hmm. Sean's dad, um, plays like an opposition Henry. Uh, um, he plays like an opposition congressman in a few episodes. And it's just weird to see. And then, like, um, Chief Vic came up in an episode or two. And I think there were a couple other people. You're just like, there's a lot of psych people in this show. And, and I, it's fun to watch that. It's fun to watch. But um, Yeah, I love, shout I love out seeing cameos. Yeah, yeah. Or, and, and what's funny is that, you know, I think I think where I'm at now in, in West Wing is maybe 2001, 2002. Uh, when it was coming out, yeah. So it's like pre-site, you know. It's you know, Dulé Hill's like 29 or something like that. So it's like all these people younger 
than they are. Obviously, I know it's stupid yeah. younger than they are now, but like to see them before you knew. Because to me, I had never seen Sean Argus before Psych. James, I mean, James yeah. Roday was really his break, but Dulé Hill had a whole big career with West Wing yeah. and then did Psych after that. And he went from, I mean, objectively, Psych is a minor hit. Like, it's not right. Friends, it's not Big Bang Theory, but it was a successful show. Yeah. He did two back-to-back successful shows. I love how you have those associations, though, where yeah. it's like yeah. he, everything he had, it's, he comes into, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, this is a cameo, but I know him from Psych. Right, exactly. Like, I just yeah. had this uh, <laughs> yesterday with my brother. Uh-huh. We were flipping through Netflix, and someone flipped onto the ranch for a second. Oh, yeah. I, I don't remember the actor's name. but Is he, it the guy, the creepy, pervy guy from no, no, that no, 70s no. show? The, oh, okay. the older guy, the Western. like big. Oh, mustache. Sam Elliott. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he spoke, and Caleb turned to me, my brother Caleb, yeah. and was just like, is that Ron? <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm like that's definitely not Ron. right. And he's like Ron Swanson, no. And he was like, no, no, it's Ron. other Ron. He, yeah, it's Eagleton Ron. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, well, his name's not Ron. Like, how was I supposed to know? And he was like, you're instantly supposed to know Parks and Rec. And right. I was like, well, I did. <laughs> but the other Ron, but- <laughs> yeah. No, it's weird. And and with West Wing specifically, I'm having. Th- both experienced at the same time because Dulé Hill, I know mm-hmm. from Psych, and for me, I'm like he's only ever been yeah, Guster, Gus. and I thought there was maybe like a slump between West Wing and and Psych, but yeah. West Wing ended in 2006, and Psych was 06 or 07 or something. Oh dang! Right, so something, so like there wasn't a dip. It was I, I thought maybe it was a resurgence, but um, but so it's I'm still getting. And obviously, I see him as Charlie now, and he's great, but he's he'll always be like Gus. that's my, the role for me. But then there's a character you know, in the show, right. um who play his name's John Spencer. The character is Leo. He's the chief of staff to, okay. to the president. And I've never seen, he's old. He's like in his fifties in the show and he passed away actually towards the end of the, the show. Um, but I had never seen him in anything else before. And I have not since to me, he is only Leo yeah. McGarry. Like that's how I know him. And I was watching, he won a, uh, an Emmy for one of the seasons for like best supporting actor, okay. which by the way, the category that year, because it was like the show, all the nominees Four of the six nominees were actors from the West Wing and then a couple other guys. And you just have to feel like, yeah, fuck, I'm up against the West Wing. Like, I'm not going to win. Well, that's you know? what uh, we were talking about recently, too. My family's been watching a lot of Shit's Creek. Oh, yeah. Oh, they exactly. won all four. They exactly. Won best, best actor, actor best actress, yeah. best supporting actor, best supporting actress. Yeah. And we were like, has that ever happened before? Because that's cr- I've never. That's actually since I, I've been paying attention. Yeah. I've never seen a full. But sweep it does of feel like the there's always spots. That's true, and I agree. I don't think I've seen that, but I, it does feel like there's always a powerhouse show, whether it was oh, Game agreed. of Thrones for agreed. a few years, yeah. The Office, um, yeah. there's all or Big Bang Theory even for a while. Yeah, there always feels like you know there's that one show that you just know is going to sweep at least a few. Breaking Bad, same yeah. deal, right? Um, but but yeah, so I was watching. Um, so he won the award. I was watching him give the speech, and it was just weird to see him not playing Leo because like that's my only experience with him is yeah. Leo. Oh, and then Rob Lowe's huge in uh, West Wing. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And it's interesting to see him. Uh, that is his resurgence was West Wing, and then he did Parks and Rec after. So Yeah. Um, but but anyway, let's go back to the album. Um, what's yeah. next? So next is I have, have a little, little dreidel. dreidel. <laughs> love it for what it is yeah i don't know why but i love it i love it yeah yeah out of all the gimmicky stuff i think this is the best yeah i agree and i i you know i don't even really include it in the gimmicky section like with the instrumentals but i as like the i know what you mean 
And yeah. I do agree. I, I think it is the best out of those. And it's a fun little traditional uh, uh, Hanukkah, song. Hanukkah song. And yeah, I like it. Well, it works. It's fun. Yeah, I do really like it. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's about it. So <laughs> let's just move on to wonderful Christmas time. It's yeah, yeah. They have the Happy Birthday Jesus hidden track on that one. Yeah, this one's annoying to me because I actually really like the song Wonderful I Christmas know. Time. I would have loved for them to do a full version. That's of all it. I wrote. I would have liked an actual cover. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And and I didn't get it, but it is what it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like the song. Do? Yeah. But, it's, I like the song. I, again, feel the same about all the other interludes. Happy Birthday Jesus is kind of, again, it's yeah. It's it's almost like not even worth saying anything about because it's not like bad or offensive. It's just like, Agreed. what do you say about it? They did Happy yeah. Birthday Jesus because it's supposed to be Jesus. But yeah, whatever. Yeah. And then let's go to the last track. Auld Lang Syne. Auld Lang Syne. I think it's a good choice for a closer for sure if it's it's a it's a great yeah. way to end it um it's a good it's a good version yeah yeah i don't think it's anything for whatever reason it's you know it's definitely more of a straightforward cover, cover. but yeah. it doesn't stick out like the other ones do for me like uh i saw three ships or um, yeah. we three kings for some reason no, it just doesn't i would i would agree pull out I, like that does but um yeah yeah i think it works well at the end mm-hmm. it's a completely agree good closer it does not stand out as like yeah I, yeah, I saw Three Ships is the biggest, like, straightforward cover that stands yeah. out to me, I think. But there's not – I mean, again, this one is a little bit more bombastic towards the end or more, you know, full. But yeah. I don't know. It's not – it's by no means bad. It's not a negative thing. I just – for no. whatever reason, it just doesn't – and I like – because don't they switch – They Steve and, and, and Ed switch verses. Like, they both sing yeah. lead a little bit. I like that a lot. I just – I don't know something about it. I don't, like, put it in the mix as much. And I have put it in the mix, but just not as much. Yeah. But I like it. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. Well, that brings That's us to it. the end of the album. Um, I think as a whole, it seems like we both agree that there's some really good standouts on here that mm-hmm. will enter the enter the rotation. Um, there are some that kind of fall a little flat, and then those interludes just seem pointless. Yeah. They just, I mean... Absolutely agree. And there's why, I mean... A couple of them I really wish they would have actually done covers. Yes, I agree. Yeah. A couple but, of them I wish they just would have dropped full stop, but... Oh, holy, so they took out Oh Holy Night, and they took out Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer... And they took out Deck the Stills and then Wonderful Christmas Time. Yeah. Then you're down to a 16-song album, little little more compact. Yeah. In terms if of you could album. get two of those to actually do covers, Wonderful yeah. Christmas Time and No Holy Night. Um, I would almost actually go for Rudolph because yeah. I think that would be, again, I think that could be a bit of a children's Christmassy song sort of a feel. That's I think fair. if Kevin's saying that song, <laughs> I think it could be really fun, actually, if he did That's a full true. version. Yeah. Uh, but no, Oh Holy Night would also be a great version, too. Yeah. 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 But you do, would you, that, that would be your second one, Oh yeah. Holy Night. Um, so, I mean, as a whole, I know that as a, it got a lot of sort of mixed-ish reviews, you know, um, three star, four stars, a couple two stars, you know, it was yeah. kind of in the middle. It wasn't uh, maligned, but it wasn't praised. And I feel like that's fair. Because yeah. again, I still go back to my whole thing with a Christmas album is like when your favorite artists do Christmas albums, you're gonna like it because it's your favorite artist singing songs you like, right? You know, so, so um, yeah, you're not looking for much else. Yeah, you get you get what you get on the tin, you know. Yeah, and I and I again I, I applaud them for doing something a little fun, um, a little out there, but it is yeah. you know it's fine. It's a good title. 
Yeah, it's a great. The, the title's perfect. Bare Naked for the Holidays is a great. And I do actually love the cover to this. We didn't talk about it. I do too. It's, it's just a. It's kind of classic. It's straightforward. And I love the, the track list on the side, the title across mm-hmm. the top. I, I really like it. Um, it will all. I, it, songs from this will always be in rotation around Christmas time. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. So, favorite, least favorite? Want to go there? Yeah. You want to start? Sure. Uh, wait, start guessing or you guess? Uh, I'll guess. Okay. Yeah, I don't care. Um. Uh, so I'm going to say least favorite deck, the stills. Okay. No, no, no. Sleigh ride. Sorry. Okay. Those two up. Sleigh ride is what I'm going to go okay. for, for least favorite and favorite is tough, but I'm going to guess Elf's Lament. Favorite. You got right. Elf's Lament for me is, I, and I will say second, you know, I think footprints is right up there. Um, and Christmas picks too. I, we didn't talk about the subject matter of Christmas picks. Yeah. I think it's great. I, you know, talking about, being in the Christmas photos and all the photos I take. I love that. Um, and, but uh, no, I think Elf's Lament, I think it's it's so um, upbeat. The lyrics are amazing. And I really, mm-hmm. and I think the Buble works great here. Um, I love that song. I would say my least favorite would actually be um, uh, Carol of the Bells. But just because oh, I just sure. don't like that song. Yeah. Um, and so I, their version of it is still like, well, it's still that song. Yeah. Um, and we talked about this beforehand. Do we throw out the gimmicky ones? Uh, do we discount those or not? Yeah, um, but there's it's so hard. It's to, a weird line. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a weird line for what's instrumental and what's yeah. not. I, I think the Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young one would have been exactly. And then and then you know, like you say, even with Carol the Bells, okay, well that's not gimmicky, but it's only yeah. instrumental. Does that count or does Dreidel? You know, yeah. Um, I do think it would have been the the, the their the deck the Stills would have been my other yeah. one but it's i think the one. most interesting way to have done it if we were going to exclude stuff would just be of the originals favorite least favorite oh yeah that would have been interesting yeah, yeah but we didn't but do that so we here did. we are so, <laughs> so why um, don't you guess then? for you i think your favorite is footprints and i think your least favorite is i actually had it in my head what was it? i think your least favorite is um sleigh ride oh no 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 fuck i think your least favorite is yeah i'm gonna go to deck the stills two for two Nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it. I yeah. think you could rotate most any of the, in, like, Rudolph. Yeah. Or... <laughs> hey, well, that's why I was, yeah, but, exactly. Yeah, they're, they're something about there. the something about the inside joke being such at yeah. the forefront is just like, yeah. I don't know. And yeah. Elf's Lament really gained on me mm-hmm. in preparation for this. Footprints yeah. going into this, mm-hmm. I knew Footprints was going to be number one for a bullet, mm-hmm. but it ended up being really close because Elf's Lament yeah. really grew on me. Yeah, yeah. And I, I actually kind of had the, the, the flip experience where I think Footprints and okay. Christmas Picks both really grew for me yeah but elf's lament was just going to take take top dollar every time so well that brings us to starting to close down this lovely episode um the year of the year yeah well like we said in the uh cold open last week or last time we're going to be back in january um don't know specifically when probably towards the end of the month but we got to get together and do it again it's harder to do double sessions with the twins we only have two more studio albums yeah we will scary we'll probably do we don't know when Mm mm-hmm the order of any of this will happen, but right. we'll definitely do some Steve solo stuff. Yes, yes. And we'll likely do a bonus episode. Yeah, a lot of bits along the way tracks. that that we um, that are on, yeah. you know, you got the Big Bang Theory theme yeah. to start with. You've got... We tried to line. do all the bonus tracks that were specifically for an album yeah. on that album. Yeah. But there's a lot of, like, the stuff that we did for Bare Naked ABCs. And frankly, that might be a part Greatest of our, great, um, our um, top B&L 
episode. Yeah, that's like our true. Round, that's our, a good time to do maybe, that. Yeah. yeah. Now, now we're doing when, when, BTS when we stuff. Yeah. Albums and yeah, our favorites. But, but there will be more. Is yeah. The point. And what, like we've said before, you know, not that you guys are already lamenting this like an elf, but <laughs> we're probably going to do other bands after this. Um, we have some yeah. ideas about. We've been loving this. We've, we for again, this was for us first and foremost, but it is so cool to see people listen. Um, I, we think our next ones might be a, a combo of a band that I really love that Nick never got into too much. And then a yeah. band that Nick really loves that I never got into too much. So More it's maybe a bit of a, a different dynamic. Trying to get the other person to appreciate it. Not coming from a place of, I don't like this and trying to convince you, but yeah. well, less I, knowledge. Not, yeah, exactly. Less knowledge. And I think with that comes more objectivity for, from the get from the other one yeah. too. And I think that was really cool with, um, bare naked ABCs. I think it was, was it Jeff? No, Jeff liked the band. Aaron. Aaron. Aaron yeah. Aaron, Aaron comes was, in everything dry. Yeah. And I think that. that's really, really yeah. interesting. So I think we'll kind of have a little bit of that coming into the next, next couple of bands, which Agreed. is super exciting. Um, however, we still have to do something fantastic. Yep. Um, so why don't you go ahead? What do you want to recommend? So I am going to go with the album from my top song of the year, Fleet Foxes. Uh-huh. Um, Shore is the album that dropped. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just, I can't get enough of them. I can't recommend them highly enough. The release was cool too. The so release was all amazing. The different vinyl. Yeah. yeah. They're a band that, I got into shortly after they had broken up. Right, right. And loved them. And yeah. Uh, but LCD Sound System was the same way. They did this huge, big send off. They're like, we're never going to perform yeah. again. And then, like, six years later, they're like, here's a new album. You're like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, but it was a long time between. No, albums. It's, yeah, it was, it was a big break. Maybe eight years. Jeez. And they announced the new one, and it was, I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. And I, like, knew. 100% I had to see them so I like I went to Berlin because I was in Germany and uh-huh. there and it was amazing jeez that's yeah and then they announced they were working on something else and then it just dropped out of nowhere yeah they were like it's it's tomorrow well, and they announced it and then <laughs> and, they were also like and there's probably another one next year too and you're just like okay yeah, yeah please and so I was super thrilled and I don't know where it ranks among their albums, but I absolutely adore It's so this. hard to do it's, that so yeah. soon. Like I, yeah. With the most recent Mountain Goats album that came out last year, I couldn't start thinking about that ranking until this year. Yeah. Once you've given it time to be fresh and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I was I was active on the subreddit or like lurking. Yeah. And everyone was like, so how does it rank? And I'm like, it's been a day. I can't, I can't <laughs> rank it yet. Like, I'm in love with it, but right. I can't rank right. it. Right. I can't. It is. Yeah. It is their best. I've, the only time that that worked for me. Actually, I can't say that because we might do that band. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I will say, like, I love their their last album, Crack Up, the first yeah. one after they got mm-hmm. back together, was amazing. Mm-hmm. But it was very much a piece, and each whole, song yeah. flows into the other. Yeah. So it's harder to pick out one and not feel like you're missing a bit. Sure. Because the ends of the song, it all, it's like yeah. one line. Yeah, exactly. And this one is more of a, every song is more distinct. You mm-hmm. can, it, it flows you, very well. Sure, but you can listen to but different pieces. You can yeah. list, pull stuff out and listen to it. And nice. Yeah. It's, it's cool. Yeah. And again, I listened I, I listened to it once. I really I, I enjoyed what I heard. I didn't yeah. really go back to it. Um, but again, that's... It's just that's not just clicking me. enough for No, me. but but it, but album of the year for you, probably? Bar yeah. none? Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Atheist, or uh, sorry, beginners. beginners is close. Yeah. But it's definitely in the top spot for me. Wonderful. Wonderful, yeah. wonderful. So what do you got? I'm going to go with Ted Lasso. Not wonderful, wonderful. Not sure. wonderful. La- Sorry. Yes. Sorry. Uh, short crack up. My bad. Yes. yes. No. No. Nope, um, sure. Right. Right. Helplessness <laughs> blues. Um, 
So (laughs) I'm going to go with uh, Ted Lasso, the (laughs) Apple Plus show. Um, I have never in recent memory or full memory had a show's first season be so perfect. So Ted Lasso, for if you don't know about it, the the gimmick is that it's an American coach who goes to coach soccer over in England. Mm -hmm. And it was a bit that NBC started. American football. An American football coach coaching a British football team. Football, yeah. So it started in like... 2013, 2014, a few when years NBC ago. NBC bought the, the premier, the rights of the Premier League, and they yeah. had Jason Sudeikis play this coach and go coach Tottenham, Tottenham Hotspur. And it was just like a seven-minute video. They did like another one the next year. Yeah. And then it was announced that Apple was going to make a show of it. And I was excited, but kind of like, it's not going to be good. You know, like, because it's just like you're taking yeah. it. It's like you're when they like, took oh, SNL this, bits. This bit was great. How the hell are you going to make a TV show? Exactly. Yes. Yes. And they, you know, they did it with SNL all the time. They'll take a bit that becomes a movie or becomes a sh- series and it's hit or miss. Yeah. Um, and then they released the trailers and I was like, oh, geez, this is not going to be that good. Like the yeah, trailer trailers... seemed like it was more, just more of the same in the bit. Exactly. Exactly. In the original thing. And then my sister had Apple TV and she, she watched it because it's amazing. And everyone I saw on Reddit was like talking about how good it was. And I was kind of waiting because they were doing it week by week. I was waiting for it to all come out and binge yeah. it. And so we finally did. It is fantastic it is genuinely the funniest first season of a show i've seen in a long time and i when i i just for fun the other night a couple weeks ago made my top 10 shows of all time it made the list it's it the the season it's so funny we i've watched most of this most of it twice already um it's concise it's i mean again there's like there's a lot of little soccer jokes in there that are hilarious like there's one about pep i don't know if i told you there's a there's a shot in the um there's a scene in the show where they play city and after the game, he's got uh, uh, Sudeikis has his post match interview, you know. Yeah. And he says something. He's like, you know, it was a tough game, but man, did their manager dress well. He was a good looking guy. I'm like, you know, just like little soccer <laughs> in jokes like that. I that have watched hilarious. it. Oh, I you watched I it? I don't remember that. I loved it. Oh, good. Completely I agree. It. Oh, it's so funny, man. I I I just love it so much. Yeah. And I, the thing that I love is that it's wholesome. Yeah. Like it's it's you know it's there's wholesome. A lot of you don't need to know soccer to nope. pick up on not the at all. That he was just mentioning not at all. It's it's great. And they already renewed it for seasons two and three, so I'm oh, excited sweet. for for I don't know when they're shooting, obviously, but um, yeah, that'll I'm, be interesting. Great, great ending to the season. Very, um, uh, what's not subvert? Not so they subverted the expectations of what you thought was going to happen. Yeah, and they changed it a bit. Agreed. Characters are great. Um, I love the Roy Kent character because there are yeah. so many footballers who are that guy. You know, <laughs> like it's just it's such an actual yeah. trope. Um, but no, it's um, I just cannot I. I cannot praise Ted Lasso enough. And I, I'm trying not to like normally when a show is like West wing is amazing. And I've loved every second I've watched of it so far. Um, but I'm not going to say it's the best show ever. I'm not saying Ted Lasso is the best show ever, but I have nothing but praise for Ted Lasso. It's just, it's just amazing. So, um, listen, go drive somewhere to watch Ted Lasso and listen to shore on the way. And then two for one. So, well, thank you, everybody. Yeah, thank you for being with us. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Seriously, find some joy this season. Yeah. It's been a rough one. It's been and a rough we year. We all deserve some Hopefully next one will be fun. better. Yeah. Hopefully next one will be yeah. better. There's and a, a lot, lot of promising of news. And yeah, yeah, yeah there is. <laughs> well, thank you, everybody. Yes, um, we'll see you for uh, 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 not Silver Ball. Silver, Silver Ball. Ball. Yeah. We'll see you for Silver Ball next time. You're pulling um, me, but the please- other way. <laughs> Please listen to Bare Naked ABCs, yes. all of their stuff. It's so good. It's so much fun. And um, thank you guys again for having us on, and we'll see you on the next one. Yeah. <laughs>